Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Black Power. Dream Foley. My hotel. Vocal Appeal on the Ground Radio. Come in with the praise to the ancestors, praise now Turner, glory to Garvey, along with the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, along with the spirit of Sister Fanny Lohan. Black Power, welcome to the House Saturday. So our aim is to keep our eyes on the prize and keep our eyes on the traitors as we recognize. And uh, keep in mind those who are still betraying the African Revolution. We've seen this after Dr. John Henry Clark, the esteemed master teacher and great ancestor and elder. What do you do out there tonight, family? Your brother been a little out of the loop for a couple of days or Laptop down, tablet blanked out, and my phone went charged. So I was internet crippled, you know. I lost some friends this week, Facebook friends anyway, you know. Uh, doubled down on some of my on some of my comrades. But, um, as I said, though, you know, we brought some friends due to the Facebook, Facebook friends, due to contrary, contrary uh, ideas. One thing that the Million Mark, Mark did do was evoke a lot of business out of our people.
movie Back to the Future in 1989. Back to the Future had a, a piece in there where Michael J. Fox was looking at a newspaper. The newspaper was set to the date of 2015. And guess who won the World Series? Chicago Cubs. Surprise, surprise. Very surprising that they're there. No, they haven't won a championship in 107 years. So it's something that's very, you know, interesting that you would see that in that movie, that the year for them to break the curse would be 2015, and also at the same time you would see them actually inside, inside of the World Series. This goes as close to the Donald Trump on the Simpsons running for president as we have Donald Trump running for president on the, in real life now. Uh you know, so, you know, uh, through the brag problems, you might be able to pick up a trial and know what's what. I'm not going to say that we're getting 100% accurate that in the underlines of all movies that there's 100% accurate information that you should just go follow, but there's some very interesting uh, coincidences that uh, have been happening that you can tell that somehow a lot of these things that are going on around us have been scripted and these are laid out in a manner for enough that we could walk right into them without ever knowing. So uh, let me see. I'm open this thing up. Black Power. Oh, Black Power, Sister McKee. I'm trying to open up the chat room real quick. Yeah, I just wanted to comment, you know, since we're talking about propaganda, um, what I've noticed is, you know what I'm saying, is how the, the crackers are trying to, you know what I'm saying, um, eliminate the Black Lives Matter movement. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I've noticed. It's like, you know what I'm saying, anytime somebody, you know, like with the sister who um, who's locked up now for making their video. And also Queen Noble, you know, when they went on there talking about it was open season, da-da-da-da, you know what I'm saying? They, they um, connected them with Black Lives Matter and said that they was Black Lives Matter lead, a leader of, of the movement. And, you know what I'm saying, and we know that they are not affiliated. But when you putting that out to a bunch of scared crackers, you know what I'm saying, that's what they gonna that's what they gonna think. You know what I'm saying? Which is gonna bring attention from, you know, when you put that out there, that's gonna have the you know what I'm saying, the FBI, you know what I'm saying, looking into that movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To extinguish it. Mm-hmm. To get rid of it. 
But you know you're saying that, right? I, and, I, and I do see a move to extinguish the movement, but I think there's more um, that it's time for it to go. That it hit a, it hit a plateau. And because of a lot of the things that I've seen, I'm thinking that it's more of it was initially started by some women, but a lot of the funding is coming from uh, a very uh, uh, unscrupulous places, you know, money from people's hands who seen that they would not have a care in whether or not black lives mattered. And so, it, it, you know, it seemed like it pushed real hard, and I think that the connection is being made to King Noble and to the sister from down there in Georgia. Well, um, very important. I'm still looking into whether or not she's connected to King Noble because I, uh, I keep getting that. Yeah, uh, I, I feel you on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, in no way am I saying I'm, you know, agree with that with that movement, but just that situation, you know, just, you know what I'm saying, make me think. I mean, because, shit, they do it to them, they do it to us. You know what I'm saying? You know, just just peeping. I'm just peeping how they how they doing it. How they you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. That's what I'm saying. Like, look, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that what, we, what you're saying, though, is a tactic that people don't normally see. Like, they extinguish me. I think that that's something that, like, they set it up to extinguish it. You know what I mean? They already had it set up so it could be extinguished when they wanted it. And all they needed was one or two people saying the, the right, wrong thing, and they could put focus on them. They could put focus on them. And then what it does is it, it alleviates all of the pressure of Black Lives Matter with all of the people. Because remember, the... The Black Lives Matter was a push that even people who just normally wasn't even thinking about it, you know what I'm saying, people who didn't care nothing about what was going on at all, hooked on to the Black Lives Matter. You had a lot of Asians, Hispanic, or whether you call Hispanic, uh, quote-unquote white, all hooked on to the movement. But if you could take, if you could take it one time, push out a big push, that the movement is tainted, period, what it does is it destroys the ideology that black people are worth something. You feel me? Because that's what the Black Lives Matter was giving black people or was projecting that there is a self-worth about black people, that we, you know, that we are worthy of respect, we want to respect ourselves. But with them people out there like that, what they can do is you can automatically push that to, to go back to see the day number savages they want to kill you, too, when you talk about Black Lives Matter. You feel me? Uh, sure. So that's how I'm seeing it. That's how, that's how I see how, how they, like you said, how they're pushing it to try to, it seems like, to get rid of it. Black Power, BB for Hodie Family. Black Power, BB for Hodie What's going on, Sister Camille? Black Power, Queen, and Black Power, King. Um... I, I really see it differently. I have to be real with you. I, I see it as a propaganda ploy to um, make Black Lives Matter attractive 
to those that are or that will be classified as radical black militants to pretend that this organization of infiltration isn't that just the opposite by uh affiliating black lives matter with the sister that uh the queen mentioned and queer noble you know you saw the same thing recently with Farrakhan, at the same time that he was saying um, all creeds for justice and else to come along and the whole nine, you had uh, the white racist propaganda uh, media um, tool painting him as a militant, which he's not. And I see it as a ploy of confusion to get those that are black power, uh, have a black power mindset, African-centered mindset, to go to Black Lives Matter. They trying to blacken the shit up because people are seeing that this shit is some bullshit. Um, Well, where I was getting mine from was the face of a website. I'm I'm about to put it in the chat room. And it's these crackers, and they going after anybody that's burning the flag and putting it's something crazy, you know what I'm saying, where, you know what I'm saying, they going, if they've been attacking, you know what I'm saying, people on the low. Now, I guess that some of it ain't been publicly, like, you know what I'm saying, on the news stations, but, you know what I'm saying, I went through their site. So this is where, you know, where I'm getting mine from. It's just looking at how how they doing it. Because I think they was the one who put that information out there because they had been following them. I say, Queen, but let, let, I'm just going from what how I see it, you know what I'm saying? Because the reality is that Black Lives Matter is not radical. So to, so to pretend and, and to take somebody that is radical and paint them under the brush of Black Lives Matter, why would you do that? if you're not trying to uh, manipulate the minds of those that are uh, African-centered, that are saying, you know, they have an RBG ideology. Because you, you look at that march, you you will see the same thing. That was one of the things that was crazy to me about this shit, the contradiction of that shit. At the same time that fabric, the, the commercial, all that shit is saying it's for everybody, you know, Everybody who wanna uh, get down with the minister, whether you white, black, Chinese, or uh, mulattoes that are called Hispanics, blase, blase, come along. At the same time, you got RBG flags. You got people stepping on the flag at the march. There, crazy contradictions. At the same time, right before the march, you got white people calling the minister radical a black militant, and when he's not none of that. So who are they doing that for? Now, Sister Camille, Zani was just saying, that's why why I said that. I think that what they wanted to do was they pushing black people not towards that black lives matter. They pushing them towards the ministry. They pushing them towards the ministry. Because, you know, black people don't want to be a part of nothing majority. The the people that, that... because I, I think they don't, they don't, they know that the, the radicals ain't fucking with none of that shit. They know the radicals ain't fucking with none of that. 
The people who are starting to think that they might be radical just coming in, too, them are the people who can get caught up in Farrakhan or the Black Lives Matter. So I think that they, I was saying that they, I think that they want to steer them more over to Farrakhan because he can control them better and push them away from anything that white people deem that that's not likable. So to put Queer Noble up there and put that sister out there connected to Black Lives Matter is the way that pushed white people away. And so when black people see white people moving away from a movement and moving towards the all creed, they move, they move it with that. You know, move them over, move them over the edge to this way. But Noble, the queen, seemed very radical, seemed legitimate radical. You know what I mean? I don't know nothing about Queer Noble. I don't got nothing to say on him at all. I don't even know who the you know, brother. I don't, I got to even question the queen. That shit right there too. The yeah, yeah, already. Because because remember now, Farrakhan bigged up Black Lives Matter. Yeah, all I know is her video. That's what I'm saying. All I know, you know what I'm saying. So I don't, these, these niggas is it's all propaganda. At the end of the day, no matter what's going on, it's a manipulation game being played because we see these, we see the articles and we see the information being mentioned in the news. In the media, in Caucasian media. So since we see it there, we know without a shadow of a doubt that it is utilized in order to play upon our emotions and our mind state to push us in one way or the other. What we're doing right now is trying to figure out which way they're trying to push us. But we just know that we're being pushed no matter no matter fucking what. We're being, we being back there pushed and tugged around. Not us in particular, but us as a people. It opens you up for infiltration. Cool. So, Black Power, what's going on out there, Stu, and how you tonight? Black Power, I'm straight. How are everybody doing? I was doing well. I was doing well. Black Power, King. Black Power, Sister, how you doing? Brother, <laughs> I'm Blacktastic, trying to protect my African mind from the onslaught of propaganda. Dang. And how you suited? Um, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm ready for autumn. Shit, it's 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 been hundred plus in Cali. You know, this is the tenth month, and it's still we have a ninety, you know, ninety ninety degree temperature days. And to, you know, today and yesterday it's been. It's supposed to rain yesterday, but it didn't. But it was still cool. So, you know, I'm waiting for it to cool down so my uh for my daughters can have a nice little harvest. You know, what I'm talking about. But yeah, the weather the, this this summer's been. You know. On my indoor tip, it kind of fucking me up. So I'm, I'm waiting for this, this 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 cold weather to come in. To be honest, I just uh, I got an interesting clip. I ain't gonna play. I ain't gonna play that right now. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna hold on to that. 
very interesting. Well, what else going on out there tonight, family? We're doing, you know, we are uh, in Slaughterhouse Saturday. Uh, we try to get, we, uh, you know, they're talking this um, comedic Armageddon thing. I try to get, you know, I call in the one brother, try to call in the um, try to get him to, to, to put the back door in on Paul Lightroom and get him over here and get a question and session. They running, ducking and dodging, and niggas is hiding out right now. So you know, uh, I, I seen that. I seen a piece of that information. I seen a piece of that information right there. Only about twenty minutes, maybe. But um, it's disgusting as usual. You know. Um, I don't know. Disgusting, disgusting display, man. We're gonna have a whole slow, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't really. I really don't think that it's going to be a good look for those who go against Africa. But what it is going to do is it's going to separate everybody who's thinking African sentence and African philosophy first, African thought and idea first, and then everybody else shit second. You know what I mean? I think it's going to put a real split down the middle between people who who, who rock like that. Because there's going to be a lot of information I know that's going to be put out from a very narrow Eurocentric uh, curriculum. You know what I'm saying? A very narrow Eurocentric uh, view. It's going to be very Europeanized, uh, a lot of Europeanized science, uh, technological information and jargon. We see that we might have one person take us right off into space and back. As he said, he's going to take us right off into space and back. Because uh, he's going to take us right to space and back because he knows the information that don't nobody else in the world know at all. And so... With his decoding of the of the hieroglyphics, of the metal nature, he is now going to take us to space and back because he's learned the way of something that nobody else can never learn unless they go through his school. So. I just want to put this out here too, brother Born. Mm-hmm. You got you got a lot of niggas around here who are using. Black Power, Brother Mikora. Brother Mikora? Oh, Sister Camille, you out there? I'm Black Power. Uh, I don't know what happened to the brother. Uh, 
My bad, my bad. But yeah, um, you know, don't be don't be quick to support these Johnny come lately. Support the motherfucking black businesses that are already in and you in anything you support, you should be in a position to question it. Five years from now, what the fuck what the fuck is gonna be going on in five years? Middle manning information. That's what the fuck is going on. Middle manning information. Shit is there. Go check it out. But because this generation, this is a generation of motherfuckers who don't want to read. But they want motherfuckers to do the hard work for them and give them the overview. That's the only way you can have a platform like this where niggas can be called scholars and ain't really scholars. Black power. That's the only way you can have a racket. That's called, that's called a fucking racket. That's because you're exploiting ignorance. Mikara uh, is a student first, teacher second. But I sit there, I sit there, and, you know, I spend a lot of time trying to learn shit. Time that in some instances require money and some, some that just require just actual time. But when you have, when you want to learn something, you put that, you know what I mean? Like when you was a child, when you want to learn something, you're going to put all your effort and energy towards learning whatever, whatever it is. You, you, was, you was always learn when you were young, so you always ask questions about shit. Remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, and now you have kids that you get reminded, damn, that's how I used to be. You was inquisitive just like that. Daddy, what's that? Daddy, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't just tell my son, uh, 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 uh what the fuck rain is, and he, I got to tell him why rain, and, uh, you know, I have to give him explanation, I have to give him two re- reasons. You see what I'm saying? The only way you can have this type of nonsense of rackets going around, where niggas just fucking, first off, there's too many motherfuckers on the platform to teach anything. No, yo, son, that's it. You got eight individuals. I mean, take it back when you was in seventh to eighth grade. When you went from elementary school to junior high school, the biggest shift was what? You don't no longer have one teacher. You have to cope with the, the living. You have to cope with the, 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 the teaching techniques of five to six teachers sometimes, right? Yeah. But you still have one hour, or probably one hour some change. It's probably, you know, but you have one hour and a half to, under, to get into the universe of that, that teacher's mind, right? What is the conference being held? Look, 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 they got flashy names, but they don't think niggas know words. That's what I said. I said, what the fuck is comedic Armageddon? That means you, y'all about to destroy it? No, no, no. Comedic Armageddon. How are you combining comedic shit? Armageddon is biblical. I say. So you got niggas who still hold on and shit, and they pick and choose who the fuck they want to beat up on. But everybody want to look smart. Instead of growing, you know, when you when you build an individual, you cannot suppress information. It's gonna it's gonna be organic. It's gonna grow. You put five motherfuckers in the penitentiary cell together. The motherfuckers and just it's it go, it's more than just conversation flowing. It's intelligence being exchanged, information being exchanged. It's gonna be a growing process. God damn it! I've been in this shit since uh, 2011, and what the fuck's going on? I'm even questioning the general. Brother, you read in my heart. Mm, black power to you. On one thing, that anything can be bought. That's what that's what polite is showing me. Anything can be bought. 
And if you stick in there, you got to give a nigga credit. He's persistent with his game. <laughs> he got the same. You know, that's why I want to question him because I think it's, you know, I got that confidence in me you know, regarding influence. I, you know, I think my influence will be far more superior than a lot of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And that's, you know, because I stay grounded with the influence that got me. Truth. But truth is a very vague word nowadays. So I use African truth, African sound truth. But if you stay persistent with that, you're going to get a good, you got to get a brother credit. Persistent in his money game. Bills got to be paid. You know that. Mm-hmm. But after a while, you, you, you know, over time, you know, I would expect Sadie's influenced her, but a man, you when a man got his gold that's set and his heart and his stone regarding his agenda, you ain't going to break that shit. His mind is already made up. So when you do so you do it was like that, the more you fuck with them, the more they'll be influencing you. Shay. Because you already said already. I'm just saying, said he got a it's hard being in the position he in because he didn't ask to be in a position the people put him there. We put him there. But in regards to the individuals, I'm calling niggas name uh 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 well, you know, we talk about him frequently, but no motherfuckers should know. Like, I don't know who James Smalls is. I'm sorry. It's so easy to get a, a, a platform and get recognition in this black power movement. It's a shame. I remember when it was standards. You had to have standards. Any other standard? God damn it. If that nigga say he a plumber, he better show, he better God damn it fix this flood or fix this, you know, you see what I'm saying? You got to... You got people who who have good skills in particular. You wouldn't call up a dentist to fix a toilet, would you? No, sir. No. And you wouldn't call up a plumber to fix your teeth, right? No. This has been going on before institutions been around. People have certain functions. Hunters, potters. Hunters, gatherers. You, you know, slash this, slash that. They was, you know, no one was just doing just one thing. Everybody had a special little particular they specialized in. We forgot them type of traits, but I'm 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 divert, but I'm I'm just saying look at the big picture, man. What the fuck is really going on? The revolution will not be televised. And you got niggas who are making bread off information and ain't even studying it. No. I'm talking about that up. They're moving us away from revolution. They're moving us towards evolution. They want us to just evolve into a different type of African who just is okay with what the fuck is going on and just fine with this shit. Like, fuck it. All right, this happened to us. We, we now, we don't grasp. We don't grasp the situation. We don't need to get back. We just need to learn to cope with it and get over it, and then that'll make us better at the end of the day. You talking about something that's been documented and we talking about something that's history repeating itself too, brother boy. I say. We talking about I'm talking about the Haitian Revolution. Before the motherfucking revolution even got undergo fully, you had house niggas. House niggas adopted French constitutions and shit like that. They feel if they backend it up, it'll be okay. Same thing them niggas doing. Yeah, man. Brother Mikarai, you you had hung up on Thursday when we was uh, talking about this, you know, I want to thank you uh, 
for uh, expressing your views on this because it, it definitely rung true to me. That's why I'm at, Brother Minkara. I'm so um, done with it that I um, will no longer be watching anything from Sarnetta TV. None, I'm not participating in none of that shit. What I'm going to do is what you mentioned. I'm going to do what I heard Dr. John Henry Clark say, okay? I'm going to master the books I got. I'm, I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do for my people myself. I am going to master what I have because that is how the con game is allowed to be put over on our people. We don't want to do that work. And I'm sorry, you're only going to get so much from a video. No disrespect. That's real. And you're only getting what the person who's making the video wants you to see. You don't get the whole picture. So it's always good to watch some shit to give you the visual and give you the context. But once you got a familiarity, let me go look that shit up. Let me go check that shit. Mm. Why? Because the best, the best way, a picture say a thousand words. And when you got moving pictures, you 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 don't have to. You saying a you saying a whole motherfucking lot. Why? That's what that's where the words come check that shit. What's the what's the real agenda going on in that time frame? What is the mentality of the people? The best book you can get for that is an almanac. They make almanacs every year, right? Mm -hmm. The almanac for whatever year you pick it up, it's gonna tell you who won the motherfucking World Series, who got the Nobel Peace Prize, the biggest city that had the worst murders, right? But it's gonna give you a context of the culture in that year, right? Mm-hmm. You can be able to get a little, you can go watch a little temperature gauge and see what the temperature is regarding the political climate, right? So the almanac gives you in, gives you insight on what they consider to be important to go in the almanac. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. It goes beyond just the typical shit people think of, you know. You get crop, you get rainfall, corn, all different types of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, cotton. They give you information on goddamn insects, all types of shit inside the almanac. Mhm. How much? How much money they win? You know, like I usually say, in terms of uh, 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 of of agriculture and produce. What was the boom in agriculture? What was it? And if you study just almanacs, because almanacs is is history of, of of everything that the political people want you to think is important, or what is important to remembering an empire. Or you, you see the point I'm making, right? It gives you, you know what I mean, it gives you, like you said, though, it, that's true. It do. It gives you a, a sense of whatever that nation thinks is important or, or justifies has importance because that's the only, the only reason you record it on a year-to-year basis. And also what it does, it gives you a, um, a judgment of growth and development of a nation. That's why they put them out every year so you can check growth and development. Right, and even though they are construed as being factual, it still have a political overtone in it because a a, alm, a Chinese almanac will be different from a British almanac, right? Yeah, they be y'all, they be talking about this. well, different, different in there. They have different information. It'll be shaped the same, but it'll be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be different though, because they won't be talking about the products out of Britain. They be talking about the products in China. 
and it's going to go beyond just that. It's going to go into other insights because it's going to give you a, a insight to what they what, what their culture feels is important, right? Yep, true indeed. So it's, it's politics and everything. So every so propaganda been around for a long time. That was the whole point. You see what I'm saying? The modes and and and, and uses of it is what's really been updated, and how it's been applied. And how circumstance, how circumstance, all that shit. Plus, that's what that's what we just happened this weekend. Large propaganda push. To have that many people assemble anywhere, especially on the nation's line, you have to have a permit. Now we know you can get a permit for so forth, but. Why would the nation, you know, let's be real. The <laughs> Let's put this in a political perspective. Let's be real. Uh, American kind of is different post-9-11, right? From 95 to what was his last, uh, what was the last march he had? 95? Uh, yeah, protocol totally different, 95. 95 was the uh, first one. 2001 was uh, 9-11. And from yeah, that point, yeah. You know, you know how many off-duty cops, on-duty cops? Yeah, I'm telling you, I think it was that movement. Yo, I'm watching video uh, of people talking, and I'm watching people in the background standing around. I'm like, damn, they look like police right there, like four, five police. They just standing there. Like, you could see where the main conversation was, but they standing off to the side just talking to each other but paying attention to the conversation. Now let's let's, let's put this in let's put this in a military perspective, boy. If you, you if you were in power, boy, and me, sister Camille, and other families on this line, we wanted to organize our people. You would want to know the location of that place, right? Yeah. And not only that, you would want if you could, you would want to be at that location and and host the location, right? When you can't beat them, join them. The best way, that's the best way to infiltrate, right? We, we you know, we want to infiltrate the black, we don't know how to do it. Well, you know, how do you approach a black militant? You you have a motherfucking cellar, you have a picnic outside the motherfucking Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's how you do it, too. We bring them in, because we can't send the agents out to them. We can bring them all in here and let the agents just uh, filter through. And people will pick up on them. And the agent can say they from wherever these people say they from. We right in. That shit look like one big ass county fair with vendors and shit. That was <laughs> uh, that's what I was going. You saying that I was about to play a clip because a young brother from Milwaukee. That's what he was talking about. He was like, "Yo, man." He was like, "Yo, I'm telling you." He was like, "Yo, fuck this." He was like, "Yo, this some bullshit right here." He was like, "Yo, y'all see this?" He said the Million Man March was over probably five minutes ago, and then he just panned his camera. It's like maybe eight, nine food trucks. He said, none of these people black out here. He said, but look at all these black people here. He said, see, this that shit that we're talking about right here. He said, how we come through, just leave a march to about black, you know what I'm saying, making sure that we spend with black business and come right out here and spend right here with them. Hell yeah. Everybody that day for the Department of uh, 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 Home Homeland Security, uh, they, they they wore street clothes, and those that were black 
was up front and they went to the movement. They was posing as vendors. And you, I mean, that, that's if if it was in the crowd, they was in the crowd walking around. Hey, they, we brought them right to you. Then they surrounded the people with fucking military on the on the land. Surrounded the people with military, and then had military out there just showing off military hardware. Now, 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 what do you think would have happened if he would have had a million niggas go to Harlem? Oh, no. I don't know. They want to let him do that. Why not? They let him do Washington, D.C.? Uh, all in Central Park. We get them niggas all in Central Park. Now they, get, they got control of uh, uh, D.C. What about they Chicago? Yeah, they ain't got no control of Detroit. Chicago like that. They let that nigga be there. Indiana. Memphis. No, see, they got... Yo, DC is, a, is, a, is an interesting spot because, like you say, like the way that it's set up, they got you. It's ten square blocks. They got you locked in. It is exactly ten square blocks. I mean, hmm. ten square miles by ten square miles. So they got you. They got all logistics covered. They got the river on one side of you. You know the water right there. They got you covered up. So whatever, whatever you want to do to you, we can do it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got no problem. Place by Harlem and shit like that, and they got too much in and out, too much in and out traffic that they might not be able to secure at the moment. Secure them people. But a place like D.C., they got that shit locked down. I'm on my... Cleveland. Come on, brother Cleveland. Dallas. Why Washington, D.C.? Seattle. Yeah, right? <laughs> the brother Rick. Kentucky. <laughs> the hey. home of uh, investigation. The Florida. home of D.C. Baltimore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Home of Washington, D.C. The heart of investigation. The heart. Because I say. Those, so listen, listen, hold up. Listen, let me give you what they're going to tell you. This is why. Because this is the, the throne of peace. So you got to go lay your problems right at his feet. Let him know we're not playing, because if we do it there, the world will see that we serious. Like, if the world ain't going to see if your ass was in New York with a million people, or in Chicago. Yeah, a million motherfuckers anywhere. Anywhere that cause the world to see. A million motherfuckers today met up at a beach. Right, that's going to get there, all right? The fuck how do these motherfuckers do this? Yep, that's going to cause something. Exactly. But a million people in the top in the center of investigation. The center, the hub of motherfuckers. Nowhere in Mississippi, right? You know, we hear some shit like NASA confirmed yesterday on a satellite image, the heat sensor was off the charts. The infrared, of, you know, an infrared photograph of Mississippi showed a dense population. When zoomed in, it was number of Negroes, a million you know, our experts confirmed that the body mass was over a million people who met up in nowhere in Mississippi. You see what I'm saying? It's still going to get acknowledged. Yeah, it's still going to get acknowledged no matter what. That's going to get acknowledged. But why that hub? Yeah, man. You know, because that's the, you know, it's, it's where you got to have, you got to have your people who talk in your shit where you can see them at, man. They're not about talking no shit that the government don't like. They're talking everything that the government is okay with. So that's why you get to go down there and get to collect that money. Look, we got buckets. 
that you can just drop your money in to help us with expenses. Now, we had to pay for all these police security, all these journals, all this shit. Just drop them 20s. Hurry up, please. And then get over there and buy that food for the Mexican, for the Mexican roast coat. I remember when Malcolm X was on a, uh, he was being interviewed by this very, very vicious ass cracker reporter, right? And he was trying to play good cop, bad cop while being a reporter, if y'all know what I'm talking about. And he kept, he, 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 what he was really trying to see, he was trying to agitate Malcolm. And while in this agitation, he slipped in. He was like, well, how many, uh, uh, my, my, Mr. Minister Malcolm, uh, the, the numbering conflicts of how many people are in the nation. Uh, 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 could you tell us? <laughs> and Malcolm was like, I'm not obliged to tell that. And if I did, I wouldn't say. And anybody who was in the position to know wouldn't say, right? Yeah, he said those who, those who know wouldn't say, and those who say don't know. Yeah. That, you know, even if the Black Power Movement was 5D, right? <laughs> they wouldn't know that. They wouldn't know. Because well, yeah, 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 and and, and but been like you know, the the influence over five people had you know, led to five thousand. They wouldn't know. So you would you know what I mean you really not in a position to say so anyway. But that's just good military strategy right there. Yeah. Now, anytime you have any number of people meet up anywhere, whether it be Washington D.C. or Arizona, you're flexing your military might, right? I uh, say. I have to agree with that. I would have to agree with that. Now, what we need to take from the military, it was Farrakhan had more motherfuckers in uniform undercover that came his calling than niggas did. They may have looked like niggas, y'all. Like a lot of niggas was there. But they was a lot of, you know, they was house niggas of the Matrix type. You, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yo, that's who was there. Son. Police. He pulled in all of the motherfucking... He pulled the middle class. The jokers make y'all listen, man. The hood niggas was really from D.C. You found a couple, you know, I, 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 I'm saying, like, it was hood dudes who did travel because they was younger and they really didn't know exactly what, what. They thought the R.L.S. meant something. But most of the other people from D.C., the rest of the people he knew, there was, there was church folk, man. He had the church folk out there. And white liberals. Mm-hmm. Didn't know they still existed. Cause I'm trying to figure like, I'm trying to figure this out right here. <laughs> the, the the LGBT what that shit called? Did I say it right? Yeah, that's the LGBT or whatever. You got it right, close enough. Do, do the conservatives support them or I, I, I've been saying this mainly liberals. The liberals, the liberals. You know the liberals support the hell out of the LGBT. The the, the 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 conservatives support gun owners. And in the in liberal support fags. But most of the conservatives are the one who get caught being fags. Exactly. See, so it's it's gonna be some weird shit coming up, man. Because clearly Farrakhan's in support of white liberals. Clearly. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when you got this type of radical politics going on, the whole conservative movement Bush had previous, right? Mm-hmm. Eight years of war under hell under conservative. It's both hypocritical political ideologies, but we're going we gonna to fuck with it for this discussion. You know what I'm saying? Now, it was the white liberals, the white Jewish liberals. That's an oxymoron like a motherfucker, huh? A white Jewish liberal. A Jew, a Jew can never say he's really white or liberal. So he's really, you know, but let me put it in a second discussion. A white Jewish liberal, right? Because of the, you know, the farce that Bush ran and the fact that they've been fucking with the Bushes and all so long, they came with, they came with the white liberals put Obama in power, right? Yeah. The white liberals host a, a whole bunch of other psychotic shit under the guise of trying to help minorities. The first minority in white supremacy's power structure are them gay motherfuckers. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> We the last ones. They got some shit. They they got some shit. They they got some shit on their pecking order that ain't got nothing on ours. And it's dealt with sanity and control. Now you made an interesting um, statement though, because like you said about liberals, one of the other things that they push is this woman's right to choose, where they want the women to be able to just go get abortion. This one they this one they other stances, which is something that's aimed at destroying black people. Right. Like, okay, I ask this question for any infiltrators on the line because we got family enemies out there. Can you be a white woman who's lesbian and be conservative? <laughs> a lesbian, white, conservative. White. The little white bitch, the little white lesbian bitch who got her own show like Oprah Winfrey. Y- y'all know what I'm talking oh, about. Ellen DeGeneres. She's conservative or she a liberal? Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. And don't forget uh, Dick Cheney's daughter. Is Dick Cheney, what are they? Do the Republicans respect them hoes? Them white hoes? Can you be a dyke and be a Republican, a white dyke? Because this, this, this really is among themselves. Or is that a liberal thing? Man, you got me. I don't know. Well, for the discussion, I didn't, and I hope family do, were there any? There are a lot of white people there in the movement. Were there were there any Republicans there? Now they both with the same club, but they both got idea different ways that they want to run this country, and they'll fight each other. Like they don't, you know. You see this in every election. A brother, there was. I saw a picture of one there. A goddamn white fag, uh, Catholic priest with a Farrakhan T-shirt on. That said justice or else on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Farrakhan, my brother. Farrakhan is my brother. Flager, that was Reverend Flager from out of Chicago. That's, that's been Farrakhan Holmes' life for, for mad long. He He's from, him, from Beanstown, ain't he? He gave him props on the stage. When Farrakhan was giving the speech, he gave he bigged up uh, Flager. But people might not have known that's who he was, but that's that white boy. No picture floating around right now. Yeah, Father Flager been surviving off years uh, by selling black people hope with his cracky ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know who he's talking to. You know exactly who it is, Father Flager. But Father Flager did this as well. He 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 is the reason why. And he'll tell you with his arrogant ass that you have a black Jesus in your church. <laughs> 
That's why he got the biggest black congregation right now, I think. Probably still do to this day. But this cracker, all he did, he was the first motherfucker who gave a black Jesus. But, but look at it. He had to give you one, him being white. That's still white privilege. See what I'm saying? Hold up. Go look it up. When you see Father Flager, and the reason why Farrakhan was fucking with him, and Farrakhan even said it, if it wasn't for Father Flager, y'all wouldn't have, y'all wouldn't know nobody about the black Jesus. Yo, I got to check that shit, Megaron. Get that shit out, man. Look at this. When you look at this speech, I'm not bullshitting. You look at this speech, look in the background. You see that speech of Jesus Christ with the cross right there? You've seen it before. You didn't know who brought it to you, though. It was that white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, this Farrakhan bigging him up in the church. Y'all need to, y'all need to show love for Father Flager. <laughs> Don't know nothing about no black Jesus till Father Flager gave you one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But look at the authority. He had to hand you one. Now, all I take from this shit is something... See, there's a lot, shit, a lot of other things you can get to from these niggas when they, with these little debates. By them trying to please their ego, they throw shots at each other that are relevant. What's relevant? Ali Muhammad, his old mixed-up ass. When he had that debate, the only win I would give him is when he debated Lord Alba. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in trying to refute them, he brought up a lot of shit. He had that... Masonic Bible in his hand, right? And he said this. He said that all Masons take an oath to uphold Jesus Christ in the temple of King Solomon. That's all you need to know right there. Yep. Yep. That's all you need to know. That's why they'll blacken him up. They'll take the nigga to Ethiopia, make him an African, but there still has to be a Jesus. Yep, and, and I read that. Well, I read the Solomon part. I read that on the air one night. So they come up out they come up out of they Duncan. Come up they ritual book. Say the Solomon is the he was talking about that 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 that's in Islam. That's another crack too. Brother put that video together, he did his motherfucking work too. When he showed that the highest order, you gotta be a thirty second degree Mason to study the just the, the Arabs had their own code of conduct in Egypt. Not our ancestors, these Islamized Turks was practicing masonry. Feel me? Shriners. Shriners. And regardless of the mystic, magical, whatever, Jesus is still in that fable. And so is Solomon. And it's the day of big up Solomon. King Solomon's whole story is taken from Amahotep III. Me and you me, 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 remember uh, uh, two, three, two and a half years ago we went through this. Remember Brother Boy? King Solomon's whole life story is plagiarized for Amahotep III. Uh, and they don't have you venerate this motherfucker like Alexander the Greek and shit. The nigga had 200 wives. The nigga married and had... No, 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 that's why crazy said that we didn't allow foreigners to marry all women. But King Solomon had 200 concubines, wives, and married Pharaoh's daughter. And every table of the great builder, the the lords of lords, the first person to get that title, kings of kings and lords of lords, was Amonhotep the third. Solomon, he's the Lord of Lords, the, 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 the master builder. King Solomon ain't got no temple, but Amahotep was the, the, the temple of Amorah. 
and uh, Dr. Um, the great Dr. Ben showed how uh, the Proverbs was taken from the Pharaoh in, in um, Amenonopal word for word, you know, and, and you can get the whole shit. Uh, he cited the work of the Cracker T.P. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, spoken like that, all that history. Yeah, if you don't know the history of it, you can't watch. You, you can watch the video and get the overtaking of it. But if a person asks you a question that their video didn't show you, you'll be a little stuck. Like, goddamn, uh, I get back to you on that. And, and you should get back to that person on that. So you know, you know what I mean? You can walk away, you know, or bring it up in the discussion like we do over here on the ground with family members and, who, you know, we do a lot of investigative journalism on this motherfucker. We do a lot of investigative <laughs> things on this motherfucker. We'll look. We'll look for it. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. So in, in regards to that whole shit right there, that show you the crack right there. So Farrakhan... Timing is everything. And given, if you study history thoroughly, given the heat, just think about Fred Hampton. All he did was hold his motherfucking mud and say, fuck the motherfucking crackers. In Chicago, we're going to feed these babies. What happened? And they don't declare fair war. They're going to send one of your own in there. Get a good picture. Who got good picture memory? Who gonna tell you who in the house, where you sleep at, and so forth? When they gonna hit you when you sleep in Chicago? Last week we played the clip from Malcolm X when he said that the 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 the, the motherfucking nation made a pact with the KKK, and now you had motherfuckers. This during the this is during the civil rights movement when crackers didn't care. Boy, you better get up out of here. The same crackers that threw a brick at right, uh, 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 King, Dr. King, right? The yeah. same type of crackers made a pact that they wouldn't fuck with the nation and the nation wouldn't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's why Malcolm was mad. Malcolm was mad at them. They were burning churches that killed them little girls down there. Malcolm, like, listen, man, we need to be busting some heads. Elijah, like, that ain't, our, that ain't what we do. That ain't part of our problem. And I think he was fair in giving it the title, a criminal enterprise. See, the criminal is the criminal that society produces is still in rebellion to the the the, the powers that be that that created him or her. You see what I'm saying? To go into that into that belly and to reform these individuals, to take criminals to reform them. Using morale and conduct, and then have them police their own people, and make packs with the same people. Right? When I when I heard that, I said that's why they able to. They, that's why they able to survive in the motherfucking pen. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I was like, that, that's it right there. That's it. The whole job to them is to appeal to the most aggressive and the most potential black militants and reform them. Reform enemy code of conduct. That's the whole because yo, they, yo, yo, every, every damn, power that be in the judicial system that function in the prison has a place. Yo, you know what? And I know you're right. 
I know you right because I was just reading stuff from Cointel Pro that spoke on that. I gotta pull this this other up. I was just reading it three, four days ago. But I know you right because I was in the move. I was in the movement, so I don't even know you right from Cointel Pro. I know you right from being in there. I'm talking about man, some of the gangsters, man. Some of the G's was in there, man. And like you said, man, it 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 make it make a gangster just turn into a moral cream puff. He just Oh, peace, brother. Peace, brother. No, brother. No, brother. Peace, brother. Yes, and peace, brother. And just, just lose all the fight. You, you know what I mean? You'll be buffed up and be feeling strong. You'll feel like a soldier, but you ain't going to have no soldier mentality no more. Exactly. You'll still be... You know, do they even say the white man the devil anymore? See, Farrakhan just took it and commercialized it. Elijah Muhammad had his faults, but he was he came from he was born in segregation. So he even even the masonry was was segregated. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Elijah, the white man was still the devil, man. White man was still the devil. You know, niggas keep talking about something. Uh, I don't, I don't know. And even if it is irrational to be in religion, but at least he was coming up with something that was, you know, the, the common sense would tell you separate from the devil, right? Yeah. At least he was coming up with something that was saying separate. But, you know what I mean? And, but the nigga, this, this one, this shit so... Yo, man, we so far behind, y'all. I'm telling you, Steve Cozy was saying that. You know, it wasn't Steve Cozy was known as Bob Automatic when I was looking at a, a, a lecture that he did. And he was like, yo, he was like, yo, man, one of our apologies, man, we trying to figure out what the fuck happened 50, 60 years ago. And, and, and the white man, this motherfucker trying to figure out what he going to do 20, 30 years into the future. And we've been doing so much. Mhm. We still playing catch up. Yeah. But at least you know, at least we trying. Yeah, exactly. But now that's how that's how we could have an Armageddon, a comedic Armageddon conference right after an evolution conference, and where motherfuckers is just not giving nothing because we're so far behind that people think that they catching up and they ain't going nowhere. Right. Going and nowhere I, fast. I and and they supporting ignorance. No, no, no. I believe in I believe in reverse psychology in terms of using information to restore the, the self esteem, whether uh, how radical it is. I mean, you're supposed to argue, brother born, in an argument. If we see two crackers walk, walk past us, I'm a fire on the nigga, and you and you fire on the other one, and we, you know, never, you know, if 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 that's the radical techniques we have to use to keep us from fighting among each other, do it because that's what Europeans are doing. I believe in that, but to to take like they're supporting niggas who writing books about the matter of nature being translated, for example. But Walter Williams put that out there. The only people who get mad are people who can't make money off that lie. The thing I want to say, everybody who I've, I brought to use simple logic. My logic was I'm more content with knowing that. On my ancestors just looking at it the way it's artfully and, 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 and you know 
put together, that the, that the European never translated that. I'm more satisfied with that and him not getting the secrets of, of them, them cracking the code. Right. First off, that's a good question to know right there. Why are you so confident that Europeans cracked the code? Because that's what you can reference from. Champollion. Why are you so confident that he cracked Never yeah. going to... I'm, I'm, I ask white professors this shit, they, because they, they weren't taught to question nothing. They weren't taught to... What, what, white people are the, are the first sheeple. They weren't taught to question nothing. All right, professor, get back to me on that. Or get back... I'm, t- I'm giving these motherfuckers homework assignments. <laughs> you look at that podium's record, and, and, and we did it on one show, and you were questioning this shit. This nigga... Study six different languages. First off, when you're talking to a linguist, the best linguists are women. Well, they were, you do you speak your mother tongue? Your mother tongue is your original language that your mother spoke. Women are easily susceptible to learning more than one language. Even Cleopatra, the last one, the bitch that was mixed, that bitch spoke eight different languages. She was a master linguist. She was speaking Greek, she, you, you see what I'm saying? To this day, when you hire a linguist or you go to court and you see the interpreter, ain't a woman most of the time? Pablo ain't there, or, or Pagano ain't there, he speak Espanol, his interpreter half the time is a, is a woman. <laughs> so, any nigga, and that's why the first thing I asked the nigga when he came on, on our show was, nigga, do you speak another language? Most people who speak different, more than one language, they have a niche for being able to read and, and pronounce their other languages, right? Indeed. That's common sense, right? Uh, you don't uh, have to see his. Uh, 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 you don't have to see his degree in other city. Be like, hey man, what this? Man, that nigga can read in German. That nigga can read in German and in Indian Sanskrit, yeah. and speak both of them. Okay, I fucks with him, right? But nigga, you speak fluent English. And you have no other background. I'm questioning that already. What what, what am I questioning? Your interpretation. Because you only speak English. Arabs, you know, that's one thing I learned from you Muslims. You have to indulge yourself in the culture to pick up on language. That's bottom line, right? So how are you going to indulge yourself in the culture and language that's that left culture material that they existed, but the, the living culture ain't there no more. How you gonna learn a language you've never heard spoken? It's like right now, five hundred years from now, if they were if they have a, a, a advanced different language and they found this primitive language of English, and they came across the word phone, and they seen it spelled out. Do you think they know the pH is silent and make an F sound? You see what I'm saying? The word phone is it has a strong F uh, 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 pronunciation in it, right? But it's not spelled like that, right? Uh-uh. That's one of a few in English language. Now, the man that got you know, the point I'm saying is watch these fake ass. The only way they can come off and, and, and get over on you is if you don't know a little bit of history. So they can come up and tell you a book at this Armageddon convention about this little young nigga who's teaching the family metanetry. But he's selling you a book. And you shouldn't be wrong if you say, well, what's the difference between your book and Champollion's? Mm-hmm. Nah, man. Most of, them, most of them still run along the same line. 
need to pick up Bud's book and you and basically do something the same today. But if you want to, you know, you might as well pick up Bud. Might as well pick up Wallace Bud. And then you'll at least, you'll have the same grasp of what they say in this meta nature as everybody else. Get Bud, uh, volume one and two. Get get that one and two. Get the uh, the Egyptian gods, volume one and two. Pick them up, one and two. Pick up his uh, book on magic, one and two. Uh, No, no, it's just part one. Part one. Now, kick this shit right here, man. Right, people, this side right here, right, man. We had one. We have several, but, but for the sake of discussion, I'm going to say one. We have one pro, pro, pro dominant number one scholar who spoke more than one language, spoke a few different languages, and spent more than 50 years in the now. Why do you think Dr. Ben never wrote a book on Mount Nature? Right? I say, bang, bang, bang. He only gave you the names of the verses. He rocked with the cartouches. He rocked with the cartouches, but he never did put no, yo, that's, that's a very, damn, hot, something that people would gloss over, but that's a very important point that he never you don't have to know. You don't have to know metanatural hieroglyphs to know the mythology of Egypt. The mythology was changed in demonic and erotic. And if I say it to them niggas, yeah. they don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, so they'll get defensive. Dr. Ben spoke Arabic. If you notice, there's a deep connection between Latin and Arabic. Them Arabs come off, come over here, and you notice they come in your community, and they got a good relationship with them Latinos. Y'all notice that? They speak Spanish very well, quick, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's because, they, they, you know, we did, too, but I like to call it, I like to call this another discussion, but I like to call it, that is the amnesia and the rebellion we have for Spain. There's a reason why a lot of us in America who speak English don't want to learn Spanish subconsciously because of the betrayal that happened in Spain that nobody will talk about. And until that history is cleared up, I ain't got no discussion for no more. So nobody you know, who's really Islamic because that's the part of history right there. And because when they came over here, they came over here just Jews and Arabs come over here speaking Spanish. That's why you got Latinos with names like Omar, Sisius, Salazar, Sabina, Medina. You know what I mean? But they come over here speaking that shit. The whole point being, these niggas is <laughs> why Dr. Ben never wrote. Because you don't have to know metanature hieroglyphs to know the mythology of Egypt. The mythology was in the hieroglyphs. It was in the demonic. It was in any any culture that came there and dealt with it. It was distort. It wasn't a secret. The the stories of Hathor, the legends of Hathor and Osiru and Heru. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was there was there was a secret. They was lived. They lived on. They lived on. Right. So when when when, when Walter Williams said that the metanature had never been translated, and Saka get mad and say, well, why is he saying my Atuta? Because my I existed in demonic, heretic, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, yo, and that was an interesting question when we asked him about demonic and heretic. Like, yo, listen, because most of the, most of the written documentation was written in demonic and heretic. You, when you saying you translating the, the hieroglyphs, you really talking about just certain pieces off of the off of coffin text, off of the off of the walls and things like that. 
but the the actual stuff that was written down common, that shit was erratic and demonic. The court cases, shit like that. Exactly. Then you even got to watch erratic. Because it's a, it's a classification of writing, but all you got to do is look up. We've done this before, family. This you know We're only doing this again because it needs to be done. We've got a lot of what Sister Camille called charlatans running around here. But type in Herodic, go to Encyclopedia, look at it. It, it was Herodotus. <laughs> and we know how that the question for his shit is, right? <laughs> Herodotus was the one who, who the Herodic text is the, the priest text. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, a point I wanted to put in, too, is that, you know, the, another thing about the Muslims and why a lot of because the Muslims came over here. A lot of the Moors was over here. They had them, they had them mosques down there in South America, right? When the Sephardic Jews came, the Muslims was coming, too. Because remember, all of them was getting kicked out of goddamn Spain, period. I'm sorry. This is, this is a good discussion tonight, Brother Boy. You know, who who betrayed the African Revolution? Motherfuckers who are running scam artists, uh, conventions, goddamn rallies with no meaningful productions other than trying to, you know, make a dollar, but they're doing it off your ignorance. That's a shame. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we should not be at fault at all for critiquing these niggas because they want to be on the public platform. And if they choose to be on the public platform, we, being the public, have the right to critique their ass. Exactly. It's our duty. It's That's our, it. It's our duty, man. We have we first, second, and third media over here, man. It's our job to look at this shit and analyze it. That's why I understand where Sister Camille coming from. I'm not wanting to support Sardini and them. The only reason I look at it is because I know our people looking at it so we can critique. Not for no, ain't nothing, I, I, is, is, is rarely do I see any time there's something pop up that I'm like, oh, that was interesting. He's taking the bait, too. You see that, you see that new clip in the set he got with that new polite shit? You see the introduction of it? A white boy spray painting House of Consciousness on the wall? Yo, you know what? I had to mm-hmm. rewind that back because after it happened, I said, damn, wasn't that a white boy? So I rewind it back, I said, yeah, sure enough was a white boy. And he had an excuse for it. What's wrong with, with hiring a white person to do something when you can't find nobody else to do it? You tell me you couldn't hire, you can't find no black dude to do that. No, I couldn't find nobody. Couldn't find a, that was a motherfucking sponsor. Y'all go to supermarkets that white people own. Y'all, y'all go to department stores that white people own. What's wrong with it? You on this white, oh, I forgot. We on this white radio station. They over there, too. Forgot. No, nah, man, look at, look at it like this. Most niggas on YouTube, the more ads you get, sponsors will fuck with you. Sponsors will fuck with you. And the way he's stepping up his productivity, he getting help. And he just admitted that it ain't coming from just from niggas. Because, I mean, come on, man, that white boy, he, to be in Harlem, you can't find enough black work in Harlem. Is that what you're saying, niggas? If I did, you can't find no black people to work in Harlem. All the, come on now. All the niggas. You right there near the project. You're at 125th, the project up the street. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say that's your, that's your fucking sponsor wanting, wanting to cue in on your shit. Hey, Sonetta, you know, let me, let me, you know, right? 
He got white sponsors, nigga. Trust and believe that, nigga. That's the connection right there. Why would you? Why would you hire a white person to spray that? Oh, listen, yo, brother Mankaran. You see the commercials come on. All we got to do is go on right now and take the commercials that pop up because they got yeah. commercials. When you put a thing on YouTube, they ask you, do you want to sponsor? You got money. That's how you got commercials on YouTube now. Remember five, three years ago, two, no, two years ago, a year and a half ago, one no commercials on YouTube. Yep, the only people who had commercials, the only people who had commercials was it had to be one of them, what you call it, links. Like it had to be a sponsor, like, like HBO link. Or some shit like that, Vivo. All right. That was it. For regular people who had a channel, you didn't have no, no, no motherfucking commercials on people's channel. You just a regular person putting videos up. You didn't have no, no motherfucking commercials on your shit. They only sponsored big, big names. Now, if you get a couple thousand views, they be like, yo, what up, man? Try to make a little bit of bread with us. We try to make some bread with you. And I'm saying that because. Look at the whole concept. The whole concept was out of out of ball league. You see what I'm saying? That wasn't even his idea. Who would say, I want you to spray paint on the wall and you come out? Crackers use that. Because crackers like they they they, they look at the basics. So doesn't spray painting associate itself with hip hop? because yeah, I don't even deal with those like that. That bugged me out for him to be spray paint. I was like, damn, niggas don't even spray paint no more. That shit went old school. I was like, damn. I was like, went old school, like some Rap City type shit. I was like, damn. I said, that's interesting. This shit like Rap City. Infiltration. Yeah, then not that girl did a million youth march. He made him some white friends down there, didn't he? <laughs> and he never talked about how there was white people there. That wasn't a problem for him. They try to roll on the one, the, the one FOI. I'm telling you, we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing this. Uh, we need you know all our white people ain't the devil shit in a minute. Same shit, same shit, polite. They, they can't wait to bring their white friends over. I'm about to say something now. I already done said that. Uh, well, brother, I'm already doing that. He did that on the couch with Sonata. And, and and the general and Shaka and, and and the general was checking him on that. And then he said we was evil. Oh, go ahead, sister. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I said then then so did he say that we was the ones that was evil? Then he said I'm starting to think that um. That that child uh, uh the devil or something some black devils wasn't didn't wasn't him the, he the one that said that Ashe mm-hmm. he gave polite his props in fact brother Mikarai you posted a clip of that from uh that nigga Shaka in in the chill out okay. I'm telling you sometimes Sonetta made comments and you'll forget that he studied under college. How do you study under men like Khaled and let five years, ten years later, you you you'll make a comment like that? So this nigga Sarnetta got lectures out. The nigga back. got the nigga the nigga. This this motherfuckers fuck with shit when it comes in waves. Did that shit that little post up there? When you want to be a part of something. Uh, the nigga Sarnetta got lectures from a long time ago. I seen one. He did a lecture right before Phil Valentine. He got an old ass Phil Valentine. 
I don't know when they did it. But he did a lecture right before him. Uh, man, I'm trying to remember exactly what the lecture was on, man. I remember that shit, though. Remember seeing it. You was a student of college. How could you tenure literacy black people to, black people the devil? That's a contradiction. You be like, damn nigga, did you really what did you learn under college? Or were you just under college because he was popular? You got them type of motherfuckers. Why would you chill with scholars if you don't like to study and be scholarly? That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Why would you you hang with motherfuckers because y'all got the same little niche, right? We got the same drive. We in, into the same type of shit. We, we both have a love for our people. Whatever, whatever. But, you know, what, what's really going on? You know what I mean? I'm telling you, listen, check this out, man. Son is not, son knows. He, he, I wonder why he's playing like he don't know. That's my thing. Because he's not, yo. So you can't, all, you can't be around, he knows, he, he got some information in his head. He's choosing. He's playing, Brother because the discussions he broadcasts for him behind the camera, when you know certain shit, you go interject. And when you have the power to control, you can you can project what you want to be true for. Now, that's the whole point of having your own thing on the camera, right? Mm-hmm. One, thing, one thing is one thing when you have a dynamic-ass, charismatic-ass speaker who can do everything. You, ain't even, you just got to have a film rolling. When you have other people that's engaged and you want to promote their ideas, you get to pick and choose during your editing process and so forth what you think they the highlight to the moments. And if you got intellect yourself, you're going to, uh uh Because look what happened. <laughs> the, minute that, the minute that polite came over there, he gave the, you need to stay consistent with this shit and we need an enemy. The Hebrews. That was the first attack. Took it to the Hebrews, didn't it? Got him out the slave theater or whatever, or whatever that little place that he was doing his broadcasting from. Got him on the street corners with polite broadcasting them, going in on them. Them niggas, they got some twisted doctrine, but they got cohesiveness. And they willing to fight for their beliefs. So now they don't have one, they're looking for another one. But they stay, you know, they, they beating up on people that have already been dealt with by a thorough motherfucker. To, to go back and play cleanup work is to challenge that he didn't do a good job, right? Mm-hmm. He did a great job of murdering them niggas. Yeah, so, right. you know, and any nigga who go in right after and take the same topic and don't cite his work or cite, cite you can pick up different sources, but you got to still cite him for being the, the, the uh, 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 author of the concept in the first mm-hmm. place. That's why I be setting up a lot of times. Niggas do not be citing their sources. I will go on on the rant, but I'll tell you who said this, who said that, where I picked it up from, and cite the motherfucking reference. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm the first one that came up with this shit, this such and such, and they came out with it. And people will punish you for that. And me and Brother Boy, that's why when we first, what was this shit, Brother Boy, like two, two going on three years now, when we started this motherfucker up, I, we, was, we was saying we going to just stay on the works of the ancestors. That way motherfuckers can't contest us. Contested, yeah, straight up. <laughs> that way. Oh, that's what you say. Because you got some niggas, that's what you say. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's think on the ideas of our ancestors, then. Let's be built on them. That way, motherfuckers, hey, man, we just, we being scientific, right? We're testing theories of our, our, of our elders. Yep. You bring in old theories with no foundation that can't be tested. 
you ain't being scientific. You being you're just in theory, nigga. You still in brainstorm, nigga. You just hypothesizing. I went to school like you did, nigga. Cracker talking about science just like you talking about your science, right? You gotta have what is it? A a problem, a hypothesis, a procedure, right? Results and conclusion, right? <laughs> Basic common sense from what I understand. You gotta test it. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to test the reality that Europeans corrupt books and all their writings to fit their political agenda. Yo, now these niggas deny that, man. That's why I can't deal with, yo, man, I can't deal with nobody who trying to tell me that, no, man, listen, nowadays it's straight. If they came up with this concept, they came up with the concept to do this shit hundreds of years ago and was already running with it. Now you telling me that they're going to have a, a system in place for 200 years straight got it in place, revamped it 100 years ago to make sure that it was strong for us, put it in place and got it going, and now all of a sudden now they're going to change up. They have no reason to. Everybody is going along with the system now. Everybody was taught under the system. Everybody alive right now was taught up under the system of racism, white supremacist, motherfucking ideology through educational curriculum. Everybody was taught this shit. There's no outside-of-the-box thinkers. You can look at some of the white outside-the-box thinkers back in the day. You can see them telling certain type of truths when they got a chance. Nowadays, you don't get nobody outside of the fucking box. You get outside that box if you want to. You don't ask going to die out there. And, and the only ones that think outside the box are honest black people. Yup. That's what I got from that whole thing that the video the brother posted. I ain't going to speak on it because he brought the topic up, and I think he should be the one to break that down. But in that, he, it did show that, that we are the motherfucking, you know, the honest. I ain't talking about you don't have to be conscious, just, just being honest about the situation and, and telling white folks about. White folks like to tiptoe in the darkness like don't nobody see themselves, like their shadow don't keep up with them. That's the psychosis, you know what I'm saying? And the only people who can is black people. Honest black people. And when we deal with this, that's when we deal with their writings and so forth. We know that a lot of times it don't have to be about the uh, uh, the their position in society will overtone whatever it is that they do. She can be a white teacher, but if she's doing miserable in society, her teaching will be miserable. Y'all notice that, right? Performance upon most whites in their position is that on their status in America. This ain't got nothing to do with us. This has nothing to do with us. The performance of whites in American society first is determined by their status in society. You ever meet a poor white person? A lot of times he's the, you know, the black sheep. Mm-hmm. And because the status is is to that, his performance will just adjust to that, right? Mm-hmm. And you can take a a, a, a dumbass cracker who got the opposite. He dumb as a motherfucker, but he got a, a good status. That's just the status alone. See, for us, good upbringing is good upbringing. You see what I'm saying? Oh, man, dude, so status. We're honest about that. Well, well, regardless of who you fuck you are. You get an honest fact from the slave mother of the household. She'll tell you, you know, the status of the, of the, of the master's son may be high, but he is a little bastard. He's a little bad motherfucker. 
who mismanaged, right? It's going to be an honest diagnostic. They go beyond, you know what I'm saying, the status. But for them, their performance at the job. So it'd be a teacher. If you're a black parent who's sending your child to a white school and the white teacher is not satisfied with the status that he or she may have in their own white society, you don't think your kid's going to feel that? Man, man has to be dumb and don't pay attention in class because it, because status is a form of control. Control is a form of power, right? We even know that cracker female. I'm talking about cracker female. That's what I have with white teachers, white women teachers, and a lot of black men probably have too. White woman teacher. She had to test the Negro all the while, but. White, white woman teacher, if she has low status in society, she's going to exercise power within that classroom. When you, because they, they they like to they like to uh, masturbate on power anyway. So her job ain't paying well. They got remember the divorce rate among whites. They have you believe this shit is, you know, low as hell. It's high as a motherfucker. And we exist in America because we are the collective pointing the finger at. That's what we function here, to keep the attention from themselves. Quackers are savages, man. <laughs> if left alone, they would eat each other, and they have been eating each other and, and, and survived off just eating each other. That's what they do. That's all they can't. When they can't, they can never adjust and be intelligent, civil people. That's all. That's on the front. They appeal more to uh, 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 raw savagery, and will promote that out of you when they can't be a discussion on you. They'll say something to piss you off. They'll go to savagery. Yeah, ain't that what they do? They come up here with that. That's what they do when they come up here. When they be on the show, that's what they do. They're going to chat room with that same mind thing. Oh, yeah. There's family on the line, but there's a lot of enemies, too. Family, what's going on out there? Black Power, bb 4 yay. You know what it is. It's sort of outside. They, I see I see the family out there. Come on, then. line is open. Now I would like to put this out there because I know we got certain motherfuckers who be listening to. I would like to hear uh, Solomon. Because remember how antic he was about uh, going to the Million Youth March or the Million Mile March and his, uh, yeah. his little that would, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. And, and and I would like to tell him I told you so. <laughs> do you hear what do you hear what he had to say about the million mark march? Oh uh, brother, you mean Jaime? Yes, 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 brother Jaime, yes. <laughs> James, yeah, he's no longer his mind is no longer solar, his pineal gland is calcium. He's he's a moon worshiper. Yeah. 
Yeah. Where we where, where? Well, that chick did come on. The chick that um hang with them came on. I don't know. I think they see a brain wire. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, you missed it. She came in. She came in. She had been coming. She had came in before. And we didn't know who it was. And then she came back in again. Spoke up. Uh, uh, she need to come in post the uh the sham that was called uh Justice or else. Let's <laughs> hear her talking now. <laughs> yep. And then wasn't that shit on the weekend? <laughs> how you gonna how you how you gonna meet up talking about just yourself on the weekend? It don't work like that. You supposed to meet up Monday morning, right? Million deep from the Washington D.C. court building. Justice Elves. The timing is everything. We gonna meet on a motherfucking Saturday, nigga. <laughs> Ain't no lawyers, because this is under the guise of justice. I'm thinking justice is law. Law has been delinquent in accounting for the atrocities of our people the past three, four years. Well, since we've been over here, period. But, you know, really in the public's eye for the past four years, they've been really open with that shit. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think they've been delinquent on that. And, you know, for us to meet on a Saturday. A Saturday. Like power. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Something like that needs to be Monday morning. That's what I, I said, how you going to do that on a Saturday? That's what I said, man. I said, yo, the joint closed. Everybody shut down. The you can't, shut down. You can't get slaves to meet up on the Monday. <laughs> Ain't nobody even there. You're going to be on the steps while nobody home. That's like knocking on the nigga door and you know he ain't home to come talk shit. Come on. Yo, yo, is he going to be there? Nah. Ain't nobody going to be there. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Nobody going to be there. Did you get there? You kicking all on the door. Nigga, I don't care. He's going to kick you. <laughs> kick you, nigga. You know this motherfucker ain't home. So what the fuck you going to get? You can't get a million slaves to meet up on no Monday. See, that'll be the first thing. If you can get a million motherfuckers to say, fuck it, justice or else, I ain't going to work Monday, and I'm going to meet Mr. Farrakhan in front of that federal building Monday morning. Ooh, now that power. Was, that's power. That's Mm-hmm. That'd be powerful. Man, that'd have been some power right there. But it's Saturday. Everybody got Saturday, y'all. Come on, you get it. Yeah, you had some niggas who thought they was liberating. I'm calling Friday off. So I can goddamn take that ride. Make sure I get there right on time. Saturday morning, here, Minister Farrakhan. Get that speech. They should have threw the bunch on Tuesday. Then that would really show what's going on. And I'm playing the Lord. You know, all that type of <laughs> Tuesday, you had to call out Monday, all that day, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, because you're going to be getting the ride back. You might not want to go to work Wednesday. you be hyped up. Just think, think about the media coverage. I think people in America be all fucked up. Huh? They want to sell you all kind of merchandise. So, yeah, they got to go live to Washington, D.C. Goddamn it, judge such and such. Twelve judges have not been able to get to their office due to the massive protest with the justice or else. You see what I'm saying? I can visualize. I can taste that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just so like... <laughs> and then you're going to get results then. I can see it now. Everybody. That's when you, you know, everybody, go, you know, from 2 to goddamn 99, channel 2 to 99 is going to be on us. 
And the minute that shit get out of hand, they all going to do the same thing. Oh, the field's been cut because the revolution won't be televised, y'all. Well, y'all see that uh, riots broke out and it seems like the, the field's been cut. But when all the reporters down there get some, looks like the Negroes are protesting. We, we, I've been, we, we all been under they training for so long. We should know their tactics. Those black people, because our, our, our any nigga can can sue a cracker in America for slander of black. But they didn't slander our name before we even knew the fuck the word slander man. Do mm-hmm. use stereotypes? Do use of the media? They use they still doing this shit. So we familiar with their tactics. Ain't that why Baba Maddox say he never have a black person take the stand? Because we have a what reputation? A bad reputation based upon, as you just manifest, the stereotypes of slander that the white race of society has done to us as a whole group. Mm-hmm. And I've been spreading. I went to court uh, Monday. Went to court on no, no, Monday was a, a holiday. I didn't know that. So I had to go on Tuesday for the cracker uh, this previous week or whatnot. I use his tactics on a few brothers because we all in there a little, you know, nervous and whatnot. And the first thing I told him, I said, man, I learned, man, an elder, an elder who's a lawyer, you know, making it plain, on his radio station, man, I heard him say, man, that 95% of all the cases won are by motherfuckers pleading guilty. He looked at me and said, well, are you serious? I said, hell yeah. The elder said that we all asked for a trial. The system couldn't do this shit. It's through coercion. So when I want to remember, well, this what, you know, uh, you plead, you know, it's a small shit, you know, driving without a license, that type of shit. But, you know, the motherfuckers want to offer a nigga, you know, two years, some reprobation, $600. Do you understand? I remember, oh, Balmatic said, don't never say you understand. Do you understand these shit? No, I don't. What do you mean you don't understand? I don't understand. I'm here because motherfuckers said that, uh, I didn't have a piece of paper to say I could drive. I missed the two days y'all told me to come. I got pulled over again. Motherfucker said the slave master had a warrant on my head for some money, and if I don't go down there, he's going to take me in. So, I, you know, I'm here because y'all put some money out on my head. Threat of coercion, basically. And why should I have to agree to two years? I don't give a fuck. Well, show me probation. It's just you're not really on probation. I said, fuck that shit. I heard everybody else you're dealing with up in here. They've getting enhanced through, through probation. I didn't been on probation before. I'm a convicted felon. Everything. I know the game. I'm like, but well, I'm using biomedics little tactics. No, 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 no. That motherfucker, sit back down. I, I've been through this shit before. Wait till everybody else case get called. Then that public pretender come talking, throwing, playing, want to play ball. You know, uh, well, they probably offer you, uh, you know, one year probation. Uh, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand. Make a long story short, that shit works. Yeah, it do. It do. <laughs> So you can don't understand, or you can, uh, or you can know enough to get you out. But but don't understand is definitely a uh, excellent tactic. That's a that was a that that was a perfect tactic, man. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm breaking that shit down. Her pretender, bitch, wouldn't even look at me in the face, man. She looking at paperwork. I'm used to this shit. I'm in the Tampa Morning Courthouse and shit. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I said, first off, why would I take three years summary probation? Well, y'all know, anybody who's driving and white folks, you know, just black folks being black and driving, nigga, is a hassle. God damn it. 
my motherfucking license been suspended is because, nigga, I don't be paying my motherfucking fines. And I ain't paying my fines off, nigga, because I ain't making money like that. And I should, you know, who wants to be paying? Goddamn, I think the average nigga in America probably spend $5,000 a year, if not more, on traffic violations, which lead up to bigger shit. We know the plot. To pull you off for some small shit, which end up being a warrant. You know what I mean? That 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 small ticky tack shit. And then you end up, right, then I jump in the car with man man on some heat shit. And he got the burner in the car, and we got some weed, and he got three warrants. And that's, you, you see what I'm saying? But it was all over some small shit. <laughs> I say we're the one who get pulled over. You know? A cracker could be have have no license for two years and don't have to worry about nothing. Because in their neighborhood, they're not, the police are not uh, treating them like predators. They're not running running their shit, you know. Black power to you, brother. Oh, uh hi. Man, they got this new tactic that they fucking with the queen. They pulling, they don't give a fuck if she got babies in the car. I've been seeing this being ran real, like, really during summertime. Probably everywhere in the community near you, not just in Cali. I'm in Cali, but y'all been keeping this shit out? You know, you know, women, women, you can easily subject women to whatever the, the rules or whatever government is. Women, women you know, they're... they're They'll conform, or they'll, you know, in terms of power, because that's the nature and so forth. So, when you, you know, if a woman riding and she ain't got no license, no tags, she has got babies in the car, obviously she got priority. And if she's driving somewhere, and if she got three, four kids in the car, it's in regard to them kids. You see what I'm saying? You're supposed to weed your crime tactics out. But they ain't learning crime tactics. They're learning race tactics. The average cops in America don't know shit about crime. Because there's no crime, you got to be intelligent. You got to get the big bus. You see what I'm saying? But but, but they got a pecking order. So if you a fucking... Weird, weird shit, if you a, a cop in uniform and you make a big case, you'll have detectives mad at you. <laughs> if you already need to follow suit. I'm trying to take my job. Job, what I'm saying is job security among white folks is crazy. <laughs> no, you're right, though. It's always a pecking order. But detectives, they really do any work nowadays. Like like the sister was, like Robert Maddox was saying, 95% of the cases is played out. So what they do is they just snatch you up. And because a lot of cases can actually be thrown out because a lot of the ways that if you if you dealt with them and really pushed it individually, you could get cases thrown out because a lot of them are done illegally. A lot of the searches are illegal. A lot of the, like, they're not even really supposed to be able to arrest you for the drugs. What they're supposed to do is confiscate that shit if they catch you with it. Confiscate it, and then they're supposed to build a case. And upon that case, they're supposed to say whether or not what you're doing with them drugs. And that's how they get the warrant for your arrest. And the warrant for your arrest is for, for you know, well, before those drugs or for whatever you was doing with those drugs where they done built the case up. But, you, but people don't really understand that dynamic, and so they go in there, you get arrested, you go in, and then you just plead guilty, and they ain't even built no case on you. They just they just grab you up. So, well, is this what you was doing? How you know that's what I was doing? Where's your case at? We don't need no case. So they put you in there and make you scared, make you think that, yo, man, you if you don't do this, you're going to know they're going to give you this. Exactly. 
exactly. See, that's something we need to know and study, you know, that white folks make a living off us having to be criminals. Yeah, they, they the white cop is paying, the white cop, he got his wife on the side, and his wife is girl on the side, two, three other babies, rape, you know, but he provide. you know what I mean? He's providing a living for his white children through oppression in uniform. I'm saying you got to have criminals. If you got police, you got to have criminals. You can't have police. There's no, they, you know what I'm saying, like, you got to create a criminal class in order to give people jobs. So they create the criminal class and they give people jobs, and then you just create more areas for them to create more crime. And then I ask this question that I've been asking a lot of my fuzzy uniform. If you study criminology, do you benefit from crime? Mm-hmm. We all benefit from crime. And that's just a basic ideology into people. Most human beings aren't into things that, you know what I mean, that they are interested in. You know what I mean? <laughs> When you're interested in oppressing black people, it's a, it's a science to this shit. I'm going to use them niggas talk. I'm a science to this shit. When you want to, you know, <laughs> all type of science to this shit, my nigga. You know, irrefutable. You know what I mean? Nigga, ain't no difference between the Blue Lodge and the whatever Lodge. Nigga, it's all the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Wow, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, you can't be. Yeah, I'm calling throwing shots like them. You can't be black power. We, I mean, just look at. Remember Rosewood. Remember when that white man we got caught up in that shit, not because we we was being too rebellious, but because white on white crime had to have an outlet. What happened? What happened? He raped another man, a married woman. I don't know if it was rape or consensual sex. It was it was it was savagery sex. <laughs> but who 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 hit him out? Black people, and then they all yeah. paid for it. Yeah, right? Mason. He ain't no black Mason. Remember that part of the movie? It was it was two black Masons. They hit okay. got that crack away. Remember that? Yeah, because he came to the window. He seen that Mason sign. And he seen the sign, and he went to the window and hit him with the grip, um, and. Hit him with the little Mason code, boy, you better save me, boy. And that was it. Didn't he get the words from the lynch mob? The other brother told him no, though. The other brother was like, yo, nah, man, like, uh-uh. Like, don't do it. Uh, he went ahead and did it under his Mason laws. So either way you look at it, we didn't have to see no rituals. We didn't have to see... No Illuminati handshake. He helped that cracker. <laughs> That's what we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hello? At the end of the day, that's how it went. It's the same behavior now. If you're not really fighting against it, I'm going to use, what's the brother's name? Kim Cambone, when he said the problem was white people. He said, if, if you're not, where well, you spend your money, the way you choose to do it your time. If you're not fighting white supremacy, you're supporting it. 
And you support it through how you choose to spend your like you were saying, how you spend your money, who you spend your money with, where you choose to go, how you go, where you live. If you can you know, if you can manage a lot of a lot of us can't change where we live. So, you know, we still make do with that. We've been in a lot of worse situations, but you know, but I'm just putting that out there, you know what I mean? So them the worst ones. <laughs> and I use Rosewood. Was a context that scene right there? Yeah. He knew where to run. The white boy knew where to run. He seen that. He seen that Mason spot and said, "Oh, this is the place to be." They going. He knew he had refuge there, even though he knew that they wouldn't even the brothers wouldn't have been able to get no refuge in his lodge. Hell yeah, they couldn't walk to no the town right over and say, "Hey, we Masons." Uh. We want to eat in this white restaurant? Nah, are, are they going to went up in the lodge? They couldn't have been getting chased by nobody. Seeing a white mason be like, yo, listen, we brothers, won't be, won't, won't, let me in. They go, man, I'm talking, man, hanging. Yo, you good as harm. You good as harm. Whatever they were going to do to you, that's what's going to happen. Whatever they were going to do, that's what's going to happen to you. Trust that. They're not going to fight for you. you and the left that hung them niggas knew they was Mason. Yeah. In fact, he gave him a way out. Come on. You a man of order? Y'all didn't hear the, the, little, the little double talk he was saying? By the time they, it was quick to that lynch mob. See, the white lynch mob is the worst. It's a group of psychopaths all together. And, and, and one thing, Keep them together as a savagery. So you know that whole little scene from the time they they they, they didn't even they had him three seconds when he picked him back up. His eye was shut, his lip was busted fat, his half his shirt was ripped off. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Give me a name. Tell me who did it. He wasn't a he was a white man. Oh, he got it worse. What turn the truth? I ain't shot him. So these niggas who be. You know, and there's a bunch of them who went down to the Washington, Washington, Martha Washington. That's all ritual. Y'all, I, I can, I can see where meeting. Wait, 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 brother Nicaragua, right. wait one second. I'm glad okay. you said that because you sparked my memory. Because you're saying that's all worship. Now you understand that Washington Monument is right there, which is a phallus. Which is a symbol of worship, not for the man, but for the woman. The woman, you know, this is the thing that the, the, the you know that the man recognizes. But it was something that the woman fashioned, you know, to to make sure that she can have child for her husband. Now, Aunt put out a video. 2013, I think, 2012, on how the Million Man March was a penis worship ceremony. And then we're down there. Then his ass went back this year. Huh? I said, then his ass went back this year. And then he went there. To the penis worship. So what does that say about him? 
that we see there's still a, a media blackout on shooting. There's, there's been no uh, big news flash, no big boom, boom, bomb. Look at we called them. They busted. Look at uh, somewhere you need to be protesting that. We have seen a breakdown in a lot of the uh, hands up, don't shoot movements. A lot of that has been broken down. I still hear murmurs from the uh, Occupy. Um, I, I still hear murmurs from the Occupy movement, but um, not too much noise. Uh, what other what other movement was out there? Um. Another group that was out there real strong, and I can't remember right now, but a lot of the groups are going on hiatus. I guess the wintertime is coming, so, you know, but I don't really think it's the winter. What I do think it is, though, is that we're in election time, so they got a lot of different things going on, so they want to make sure that they keep certain things um, under, you know, out of the people's uh Slaughterhouse, you know, Dr. John Lee Clark, who portrays the World Alpha Revolution, other speeches. We like to revise that and say, who is still betraying, you know, African uh, Revolution, page 88, um, second paragraph. Now let's get to the bottom of it. 
because while now Valley Civilization made a major contribution and that original contribution came from the South, there were other contributions of other river valleys that we do not have the time to discuss, particularly principally the Niger, the Congo, the Limbobo, and the Zazambi, and the Volta, most great civilizations starting near rivers. One thing that is inconceivable to you because of the success of massive propaganda is that over half of human history was over before anyone knew that the European was in the world. Because of massive propaganda, assumptions, and a change which occurred in the 15th and 16th centuries, the juncture of our enslavement and the beginning of European world dominance, they had to make people believe that the world waited in darkness for them to bring the light. According to them, everything good came from them. Yet, they put out more lights than they ever lit. They destroyed more civilizations than they ever created. We need to understand that fact to put history into proper focus. When you look at the chronology of history, you will know there was no European in ancient times. When the ancient world emerged, there was no Europe. Europe emerged at the end of the ancient world, at the beginning of the modern world. It took advantage of the fall of the ancient world. It copied from ancient people and put its name on things it did not develop. It was a lie, a faker, a, a murderer who discovered absolutely nothing. He is being celebrated now 500 years later after the mass murder he set in motion. Such genocide would make Hitler look like a Sunday schoolboy. What I'm trying to get at is that the first European view of Africa was, was somewhat strange, but a compliment. When he first met the African image in the Iliad and the Odyssey and Greek mythology, it is complimentary. It's strange and untrue, but it's complimentary. People who are 10 feet tall with one eye in the middle of their forehead. That's strange, but it's not absolute insult. The Greeks thought that they were Egyptians were the favorites of the gods. Even Muhammad called from the righteous people. He told his followers, go to Ethiopia. Go to the righteous land where they know no wrong. This was, the late, this was as late as the 17th century A.D. How do we get a reputation as a people who needed to be led into the light by a, quote, civilized people who thought we were primitive. How did we become primitive when we knew long before they wore shoes and lived in a house that had a window? We had created an honorable way of life and had every element that went into the making of socialism and Christianity. We had no word for jail because nobody ever got to one. There was no war for orphanage because no one ever was throwing any children away. There was no old people's homes because nobody threw a grandma or grandpa. The sustaining ideology that went into awakening Mediterranean Europe, I'm using the term, quote, Mediterranean Europe, because there was no Europe at that time. I can make a better case for Greece and Rome not being a part of Europe than you can make for Egypt not being a part of Africa. Mm came from the outside of Europe. During the part of Greece and Rome, politically, there was no functioning Europe. During the period of Egypt, there was not, on, there was not only a functioning Africa, 
but Egypt had relationships with the rest of Africa and trade. Just for fun, let's say the Egyptians were white. Now, if associated with Africans for 5,000 years and their labor supply, priests and a lot of their technicians came from the south, after 5,000 years, would they still be white? Men don't go 5,000 miles away all the way back home to satisfy their biological urges. Let's play around with another idea. Let's say the Europeans built the pyramids. The pyramids were built when the ice ages were thawing out in Europe. How will Europeans come from under the ice, come all the way to Africa, build the pyramids, go all the way back into Europe, and stay there 2,000 years before they made a shoe or had a house with a window? Then, failing to do that, they don't even begin to produce a book until about 1200 B.C., which is a piece of folklore by somebody named Homer, who they glorified in a, The Simpsons. And you heard the Odysseys of Homer on The Simpsons. Sound just like the Odysseys of Mother. They have a little truth to it, but it's fantasy. We don't know whether Homer was a man or a woman. The literature of the Nile Valley was already intact. The book of Coming Forth by Day and Night was already intact, out of which others would copy a lot of the elements that were going to the Bible, out of which others would copy the basis of the Ten Commandments from the 42 Confessions. You should never use the word negative, quote, in relation to those confessions. That's a European interpretation, see? See how you make that correction? Then we're going to make that correction. They aren't negative at all. They were admissions of faith and purity. You would stand before your master teacher and say, I have not done this. Now thou shalt not, but I have not. I have not violated my neighbor's wife. I have not taken my neighbor's property. I have not done this. If you had not done all of those things, you would qualify for something. The European changed the language around to thou shalt not. Africans originally did not say thou shalt not. They said, I have not. The Europeans would extract from non-value literature the spirituality and elements that would go into the making of the world's three major religions. This is an argument for most blacks who are Muslims. But all blacks who are Muslims are not true Muslims. They're Arabists. Islam, quote, Islam is the black man's true religion, unquote. Okay, I agree with you. Every organized religion is the black man's true religion because every element that went into the making came out of Africa. Now, this is the great meaning in history extracted from the Nile Valley civilization, the meanings of other civilizations and complemented civilizations with the, the Tigris and Euphrates and the early civilizations of the Greeks before they were called the Greeks. The Greeks at this point were intellectual dumb bunnies, but that's another subject. All of this was extracted from Western Asia and North Africa, coming by way of Nile civilization. This river would be the world's greatest cultural highway. In order to get these things straight, there's certain terminology in history you have to throw into the ash can of history. You have to stop using the term Negro world. There's no such as the Negro area. There's no such term as 
that people call Negro. We have to stop using the term black Africa because it presupposes that there is a legitimate white Africa. Because about the term Arab Africa, there are Arabs who live in Africa, but there is no part of Africa and there rightfully belongs to them. Whether you like it or not, they too are invaders. Everybody in Africa who cannot be referred to as an African is either an invader or the descendants of invaders. Be clear on that point. Once you are clear on that point and you are clear that Africa is your home and your home is in the world, you don't get into silly arguments about, quote, sharing. Black power. Black power. Uh, hi, excuse me. What? Hello? What was that? Oh, hi. Um, I'm a college student, and I'm interested in this subject uh, of, like, uh, black revisionist history, I think, right? Well, I want to ask you, what's your opinion on the portrayal of ancient Egyptians as being white? Uh, who is this? Who is this? Oh, no, uh, um, I'm just a, um, I'm, I'm going for a history major. I'm a college student, and I'm interested in this subject. Your name? Where you calling from? Uh, uh, South Florida. Florida. South Florida, Miami. That's guest 25. Hold on one second, guest 25. There's no guest 25. There's not? What's going on on my thing? I got guest, oh, 15, my bad, 15. I don't got my glasses on. Last thing was the five. Sound like a beast. Yeah, yeah, that sound like, yeah, that sound like the camera who right there. Who come over revisionist history? And Already, yeah. okay. I don't think that we want. You want to deal with that? You want to deal with that? As ancestors, it works already for you. Now, you know. I would like to get. I would like to have some blood today. You know. But all right, then I just want. I just want. What did the say? He want to. Pretend to be an intellectual. He wanted to be civilized. He wants to act civilized with civilized beings. So let's 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 be entertained by his performance. All right. Let's let's see. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, brother Mekara. We'll ask this question about uh, history. Hold on. Hold on. Did, did it open up? Um, I'm sorry if I offended you, but I was just curious. We just, all right, and uh, we want. We're gonna we're gonna uh, um, we're gonna entertain the question for a moment or two and see what's going okay, on. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just um I wasn't trying to say that you're uh, okay. I may have worded it wrong when I said revisionist. What I meant was how do you feel about the portrayal of ancient Egyptians, which you know um, the Nubians, um, like their portrayal, like how they portray them as white people in like most Hollywood films. Why why do you think they portray uh, the Egyptians white in Hollywood films, being that you're a Caucasian? Well, I'm actually mixed race. My dad is um, Korean. Okay, being an Asiatic fan, being a non-African, how does that make you feel? And and I mean, what is your what is your position on the uh the race of the uh Egyptians before you make your comment? Uh well, I mean, I can't make a conclusive uh, I can't be conclusive on that. I mean, I, I believe they could. Uh, the ancient Egyptians could have been um, African, but some people would say different. Some would say they were 
mostly Arabic or um, some would even say they were Caucasian, which I think is inaccurate. And why do you feel that way? Well, I mean, because as you probably know, like history, like they teach a lot of myths in school. You know, like um, Christopher Columbus discovered America, which isn't actually true. He, he first landed in the Bahamas. And as you know, like they teach a bunch of different historical misconceptions. And uh, I feel like as if they should teach more, like the history they teach in school should be more based on evidence. Like, wow. Hmm. Uh, like, it's just that, like, the betrayal of them. Like, uh, I understand. I do have a question. Uh, what is the first civilization that you think, you know, it was on the planet, and where was it at? I mean, I would either go with the Etruscans, or, I mean, because the Egyptians weren't the first ones. At least, not to my knowledge. I believe they were the uh, Mesopotamians. Uh, that's what I wanted. I wanted to ask that question. I wanted to ask, what had you found? Because we're gonna get back to the Mesopotamians. But what had you found in your historical studies that makes you question the um, the validity of Hollywood depiction of what the uh, Egyptians are? Africans, because that is still Africa, is it not, on the continent, or the Africans there in that land look like? No, I'm not saying that they were white. I'm just... Um, no, no, I just you, what have you found, though? What have you seen? You said that you don't think that they white. You said Hollywood is putting it out, right, that they look, that they white. So what yes. is it that you found in your historical studies, in your studies that... What you know? Who who have you studied that has has drawn you to that conclusion that maybe, or to that thought that maybe they were not white? Well, I mean, uh, most like most like uh, DNA evidence shows that most of them have like sub-Saharan DNA, um, right? But like some of like some of the different cells back then were uh, appear to have some sort of like red hair, which is mostly associated with European, um, you know. Uh, Okay. So you're going off a of genetic. You're saying you're, going, you're dealing with the DNA evidence. Yes. That's why you're concluding that. But I thought you were a history major. Oh, no. I'm studying for a history major. That's why I want um, a lot of uh, inquiry in this subject. I'm not, but if you study, like I'm saying, listen, right? If you're studying for a history major, it just intrigues me that your reference for um, for the Africans not being European but being African would be the DNA evidence that you would be relying on and not anything of historical um, documentation or stuff like that. I mean, I rely on both of them because most documentation would show that the ancient Egyptians were indeed uh, dark-skinned, according to one uh, Greek philosopher or uh, well, according to a Greek philosopher who documented how the ancient Egyptians looked like. He described them as being dark-skinned. So, like, I, I, I need you to do me a favor. I need for you to uh, not speak in generalities. When you say Greek philosopher, can you please name who you're talking about? And 
from now on? And also when you mentioned how uh, some uh, Egyptians have red hair, what mummies are you citing? What, 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 are they pharaohs? What are you citing when you say that? So that's what I'm going to need for this to go further. Uh, um, well, I believe it was, or was it King Ramses? What I have read um, is that a lot of the coloring in the hair is due to the fact that they're thousands of years old and also... I think Queen, don't say nothing. Queen, hold, hold it. Let, 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 don't say nothing, Queen. You come in after. Don't say nothing, Queen. All right, well... A family, is he on the... Is he Googling now? What happened? years 
before they made a shoe or a house with the window. <laughs> they then failing to do that, they don't even produce a book until about 1200 B.C., which is a piece of folklore by someone named Homer. And you see how they big up Homer. Simpsons, right? Mm-hmm. Homer Simpson. The stories of Homer, right? It's a patriarchal system, so Homer's the main focus of everything, right? Uh-huh. And and they and it's a and it's a comedy of his odysseys, right? So they show you how they even they don't even venerate him in the proper place because they know the sheep's mythology. So we don't even know what Dr. Clark say, and we don't even know if Homer was a man or a woman. <laughs> don't know when he lived or died. Uh, y'all. Don't know if he was real or fake. That's the motherfucking thing. You don't know what the... That's, a, that's when somebody come with some real work. That's a homework assignment, too. I might have to get on there. I should up sure. You know, who was the second oldest work for the, for, for Europeans? We know the first may be questionable, and the second one may be a 500-year gap. You know what I mean? Yo, yo, the second credible one. We know when that is. But we ain't going to say. Because yeah, guess 15 got to I, come with it. <laughs> and, 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 and other than guess 15, this other niggas who be stealing, stealing topics and shit. Okay. Coming and over the, here and knowing we don't like them. And the second the one, you can't mm-hmm. prove when he lived either or died. And in fact, they don't even know what he looked like. They they made pictures of what they think they look like. That's that bullshit. They sculpture busts of what they imagine they look like. Everything's a copy of a copy. Hell yeah. I'm trying to think of this character I've seen. Ah, oh, what is his name? It's Superman. He, he He's a machine. He's a living machine. All he does is record all the information of a planet and then destroys it. But well, he, he, he calls Superman by his Jew name. I know Superman's Jew name is Kal-El, right? You know, that's what the Moors try to say. Superman was a Moor. No, no, I'll be real. The, the the nigga who made Superman, he imposed a Jewish culture on Peru. You take that S from Superman chest and you turn it upside down, it's a, it's a, it's a snake in the pyramid. Yeah, no, it is. That's what it Superman is. see all things like rock. Yeah, it's a snake. Get his powers from the red sun. But his name is Kal-El. His Kryptonian name is Kal-El. That's a Jew name. Now, when you look up uh, another influence, but Superman came after the first Jewish creation, Shazam. Remember Shazam? Shazam was a, was a motherfucking uh, a boy would erect the spirit, and he would call the name Shazam. And the Shazam was an acronym given to him by a wizard. 
uh, what fuck hey Rue at? Who Rue I'm talking about? Shazam with Solomon it. Hercules. Got that lightning bolt on his chest. That's what Shazam. Yeah, he got the. But he had the he had the knowledge of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the armor of of of, of Ares. What's what, what's next? Shazam. Uh, uh, Z. The strength of Zeus. There's two A's and he had another one. M. I can't think of them, but they all in the wisdom of Moses. They all were biblical, but they had to expound on the shit because the wizards said he'd been around since the beginning of time. So in, in one fable, it said, how the fuck you've been around since the beginning of time, but you giving characters to Babylonians? Because, you know, Shazam, all that shit is Greek and Babylonian. Greek and Babylonian. So he, had, he said, Solomon was Tahuti. Had thought he broke every all all the words they use all the every every prophet that he used. I mean that's a moment sonic but it show you the omission. Uh, uh, Zeus was Heru. So every every copycat, the same thing Doctor Carson said. All they did was plaster names on 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 a few Greek uh, uh, a few Egyptian deities that they that they knew the myths of. They just slapped Greek names and stories to them. You see what I'm saying? Apollo and shit like that. Yeah, they just Europe, they just Europeanized whatever they could, whatever they. Find that clip, y'all gotta watch that shit though. In fact, they uh uh, uh Mojo Mojo. Let me make around. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now you said now that what you talking about? It came on what show? Shazam! It came on Shazam. Shazam was the superhero before Superman. Superman was the fifties, but they both got Jewish creators. Now listen. I just try, I'm just trying to figure out the show that you're talking about where they broke it down. I was trying to figure out what you were, you were saying. Watch. It's been the comic book. Oh, 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 oh. But, but, but somebody it. took the but somebody took the all the comic books with that type of you know I and put it in the video and they show you the orders of Shazam. I'm, I'm trying to give you it's Mojo. I find it right now. I'll Google that. And it's and it's uh, the orders of Shazam and the the, the wizard. It's an old cracker wizard. But when he really told him the myth behind the true names, he was in Egypt. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Solomon was a, a Hathor, Tahuti. He had all our all the seven Patai, the stripper, uh, 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 all of them. See, DC likes to play on mythologies and and and, and reverse uh, 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 reality. That's DC. Marvel, both from Jew created Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. Because most of them had L names when they was coming out. And and, and just, with, you know, all this shit for the timeline propaganda because uh, the Jews was creating newspapers and everything, so they brought they brought comic books into being. But then you had to have material to work with. So it was easier, you know what I mean? It's easier if you had, uh, 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 you could take myths and put them in the comic book world. So that's what, you know, Wonder Woman being the Amazonian. That's why uh, uh, Warner Brothers brought out DC. You see what they pushing? They spending they spending hundreds of million dollars mainly on they old mythologies in the form of comic books. That's why you seeing all this Superman versus Batman type shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they say yo, Shazam. Yeah, Shazam was out in 1939. It came out in 1939 on Fawcett Comics to 1953. Then DC Comics picked it up in '72. But they were saying that in the '30s and the '40s that it was more popular than Superman. It was the issue because Superman 
almost had the same powers as Shazam's did. There was a compromise there. And then the compromise was when DC bought that comic book company you were talking about out. Yeah, it's Captain Marvel with uh, Shazam by the name. And he is. Marvel, Marvel. Marvel. They put it together, but Marvel. 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 The L at the end. That's Jewish, my nigga. Marvel. Captain Marvel. You're right. Captain Marvel. And he got that. He got that. You saying that, right? I'm looking at it. He got that sash. You know how them, them, um, them motherfucking moors used to be wearing that sash around their waist? Now look at the overtone, though, brother boy. Oh, I, I forgot. I forgot this movie. It was another movie. It was a serial killer, and he was taking comic book characters' names and using them as alibis. And oh, the, the, the the cop that caught him noticed that all comic book characters got first. You know, never trust a man with two first names, right? When yeah. Jews came up, that's that's. I didn't get that till you just brought that shit up. That's something that they catch Jews with because Jews always change their names to fit the protocol of the motherfuckers in power because they always had issues in Europe adjusting because they got that game. So, you know. So, listen, listen, listen. This is his notable aliases, Captain Thunder, Marvel, Black Billy, and Masked Superman. But look at his abilities. They got that. The wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. That's what Shazam stands for. Brother, can you throw that in the chill out? All right, all right. Damn, I'm sorry guest 15 hung up because I was going to uh, Dr. Amos Wilson on uh, Eurocentric, uh, excuse me, European histography, which means lies and mythology. He didn't want to play? Well, Brother Minkarag, you know, killed him. You know, he got into that Shazam shit and Superman, he, he had to run off. He might be back. He might be come back up on another day. You come back up on another suit of him. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's in there. Black power to you, Brother Minkara, for chasing the cracker beast away, King. With the truth. Yeah, we tell him play. But he came in trying to play dumb. He I don't think it was me that chased him away, sister. You the one that asked me for that, that reference, and he uh, froze up. Okay. You know, the crackers will freeze up. They come from an icy climate. They will freeze up on you. Uh, he started playing dumb. He was playing too dumb anyway. That's why I had to ask him about, about this shit about, hold up, man. You, you said you studied history, man. Give me something. Who was you studying, man? What did, where did you get this information from? Let me know. You bugging out with this shit. Well, the beautiful thing that y'all brother did was take uh, the questioning out of his hands and put it to him. They ain't used to that. Uh, uh, uh. We run our mouth too much, the white folks. A lot of times, you know, you want to see, you know, don't interrupt the enemy when he's making a mistake, so get them in a position because they want to be heard. And and, and, and all you got to do is turn to a quick interview on them, and they love that. Because they got an ego that's bigger than ours that needs to be pleased. You know what I mean? 
So his whole interjecting in the conversation was to do just that. So he could talk. Telling you, the cracker didn't come over here. They don't come over here because we black power. They came over here, man, and the motherfucker said, man, you guys are the number one show on talk show. And that notoriety. We're going to be talking about fucking rainbow sex and homosexual shit, and the motherfucker be calling in. But, but it was that first. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just FYI, guest 16 them popped up. Uh, Is that you, guest 15, now guest 16? Yeah. Do you get your compliments and your best notoriety? Not from motherfuckers you know. From all motherfuckers. How'd you hear about the show, buddy? You know, a lot of motherfuckers say Facebook. And when they say that, I know I, ain't, I don't take no credit for that because that's Brother, Brother Barnes Avenue right there. You see what I'm saying? And it's good to leave it open like that because you can see how motherfuckers got to, you know, you want to know how people got the information. You know what I mean? Yo, and listen, right, how would he know that that's a question that he could ask here? Well, we know that crack ain't fine out from Brother Bourne on Facebook. <laughs> Brother Bourne ain't got no crackers on his shit. No, this is not. Ain't no crackers on mine. So you did find out for mine. Oh right, but don't mean but don't mean crackers can't see your post or nothing. That, that was the whole point. Well, I'm saying what that, what that was. No, they don't give a fuck about this. They don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? They don't know shit. The fuck we talk about. That motherfucker's not trying to interrupt us because they're trying to stop our B, our BB4. Yeah, that motherfucker wanted some variety. On the hottest show and talk shoot. That's a t- motherfucking compliment. You ask me. When the motherfucker simultaneously recording our shows on their shits because he wants to be tied with the hottest show and talk shoot. Not because the motherfucker wants to. You know, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Shay. Mm-hmm. Make around said it, make around said it, make around said build it, there it comes. Guaranteed. We really fuck it. We did two callers, we be me and make around brother calls on the line together. He ain't lying because I sure can't. No matter fact, it be me, Big Rob, Brother Cause, and Hey Rube, we be on the line together. It just be us four. There'll be nobody, be nobody on the show. Be us. When we still rocking, Brother Dave come in, there'll be five of us on the show. Black Power. What? Black Power. Power. Brother, there he is. He is. Yo, y'all been going in, man. <laughs> I've been wanting to talk on the phone and drive and shit, but it's too dark to be doing that. But, uh, yeah, man, that Korean dude, that was something. <laughs> that nigga went <wasn't> Korean. <laughs> I know, exactly. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. They didn't have you to believe. Yeah, they didn't have you and me to believe. <laughs> Make a straight, crack a straight line. Mm-hmm. That's Donald's son. I'm not going to forget the voice of the cracker who told us, you know, you guys are the hottest show. You know, he even said, I said, how you find out about it? You got to ask. Not because he was looking for black hate groups and shit like that. No, he said, I was looking around and seeing, you guys are, like, I was looking for the hottest in the live shows. You guys have been hot. And three three times a week? He going over the motherfucking shit like... Like a motherfucker who will look at ratings, right? Like, okay, do tell, cracker. 
And that's the extent of it, you know what I mean? So that was a compliment. So I, I would never forget that motherfucker's voice. That was him. Yeah, that's what it sounded like Donaldson. But it don't stop. You know what I mean? That was what he was hoping. I was just reading a quote. Mm. Just come here, please. You just come here. You got a quote too. You was gonna put a read it. Fuck it, read it. Let's get this shit popping. Shit, fuck it. I want some blood. I wanted some blood tonight anyway. I'm going to slaughter some shit anyway. Dr. Amos Wilson, <laughs> the falsification of African consciousness, Eurocentric history, psychiatry, and the politics of white supremacy by Dr. Amos Wilson. History as mythology. I'm going to I'm going to look briefly at European history as mythology, as propaganda, and as the creative personality which it is. It is mythology, European mythology. European hallucination can only work against us when there is an absence of contact with reality, an absence of knowledge of African history. We have to recognize that European history writing is an institution the way any other discipline is an institution. And the function of institutions in any oppressive society is to maintain the status quo. I don't care what the institution we may talk about. Whether we talk about the family institution, the criminal justice institution, the economic institution, the religious institutions, the health establishment, the educational institutions, they all have one thing in common in a Eurocentric oppressive, oppressive system, to maintain the status quo and to maintain African people in oppression. We must keep this in mind. It is not so much what they say or don't say they represent. It is how they function that is of importance. The European writing of history is in tandem with everything else European, and its purpose is ultimately the same, to maintain European power and domination. Now stop there. Well, no, let's, let's go to the next little paragraph, because this is good, too. European historiography, and, and please understand, uh, when he says European historiography lies in many ways. It even lies when it ostensibly tell the, it's telling the truth. An effective propagandist doesn't want to tell too many big lies, too many obvious lies. He wants to tell the truth in a sort of way that gets him where he wants to go. European historiography does this by a number of means. It may do this by pure falsification and concealment of history, by omission, and by commission. It may do it by what I call a theft of history. We, in studying Egyptology, are trying to take back what European histography has stolen, completely falsified, to erase the new false identities it placed on the African-Egyptian people. 
and I'll stop there. Who you don't want no part of that, huh? I guess he'll come back as guest 17 because 16 left. Yeah. We, need, we need a couple heads on the platter, man. We ain't, ain't nobody food in a while. They came in with no nonsense. We'll be letting them on. That's why. They be over there. They be afraid. They be talking junk. Why y'all don't be letting us on? Let us on. I don't know why I want to hear that shit. I don't know why I want to hear that shit. Bring us a note that we can talk about. That, we, that, that maybe it'd be worthwhile, but y'all don't bring that note to the table. Same old garbage. Same old garbage. Y'all need to go pick up, huh? You know, you need to go pick up an easy read like Anthony Browder, Mound Valley Contribution to Civilization. You think it's an easy read. Pick that up. You know what's important about that whole critique on history from Amos Wilson? European history is mythology. And when they write about the history, it's written from a mythological perspective when it comes to their writing. Now, listen, they they write more about our history than do about theirs. We got so much history that it comes off as being mythology. You see the the difference, you know what I'm saying? If you don't get nothing else from that right there, just understand European history is mythology. This shit ain't no different than Thor. With a fucking Santa Claus, they can only they can't go that far back, my nigga. That's the problem. That's really one of the main problems, because everybody has to be mind fucked within this twenty five hundred time frame. Because that's when they came out the cave the second time I had the car say. not the first time, the second time. That's why he said they would have to come down. The pyramids were built during when 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 the ice age was thawing out. And here European history come in two ways. A little small period when that ice when they were thawing out. That wasn't some brief it was very brief. Then when they went back into Europe and forgot their masters. Went to the dark age. I'm going to stop saying we forgot their masters because they weren't the same people. Meaning, you wouldn't forget your motherfucking forefathers unless, unless you went through a slavery like all of us. They didn't go through a slavery like we did. <clears throat> they just went through natural cause of savagery. I'm going to have Shankar Tadeo's book right now. Where mom, I think I lent it out or something. That's what I think he understood very clearly in civilization of barbarism. Speak right before what the fuck Sigma Freud was analyzed. And because Europeans have no history, 
the history of them maintaining and being the architects of light towards civilization is a myth itself, and it really speaks to their psychosis. That's why they have to be checked with the mythology more than we do. And and another thing to to analyze too, to include any light of African history is is, is a weapon that can fuck that whole image up. That's why, to answer the Cracker question, he already knew this. That's why the whole projection of Egypt being white has to be valid. One, one, if you put in one valid truth, because the problem with Africa is it gives a valid time frame. And Africa has a lot of time when there was no one else on the planet but us. That's a problem. That has to be suppressed. We don't want to look at Africa when it was only Africa. We want to look at, that's why, that's why Mesopotamia. Life came out of Africa, simply, but the African can't produce a civilization. It's really a compliment and a fucking slap in the face. We are the architects of civilization, but at the same time, how, how, uh, uh, we didn't. We don't need civilization as a basis to govern our savagery. We had motherfuckers. We had all walks of life that can function in one. The, you can't be in the country, the European society. You can't have a rural life. It has to all conform to one government or one type of, of, of ideology, one at a time. When they pass, they're shown, like Dr. Clark said, they're politically dead people, eight, nine different political parties. How do you govern a people with no history? You have to keep them from finding that out. You think it's hard holding our history back. You know how I many white people are radical going crazy right now because they finally didn't have no history? <laughs> they telling me don't nobody want to hear it because it's full of nothing but savagery and nothing but cave dwelling. Is the queen still on the line? Sister McKee? Yeah. Black Power, what's up? Black Power Queen, you can share that information now. The beast is gone. Um, You're about to drop that information. Um, yeah, I was saying that I what I what I think I read was I believe they used dye, maybe some type of dye in their hair. That and the chemicals used to for the modification process, they were saying was turning their hair blonde and reddish. You know what I'm saying? Because they were trying to say that's why they thought that they were uh, some crackers because of the hair color. But that's not, you know, you know what I'm saying, not true at all. Because some of them, you know what I'm saying, didn't, um, the hair wasn't blonde and shit. Some of the pictures I was looking at. And what happened was different during different time periods, and the cracker told on itself, because like he, like he said, the DNA go back to sub-Saharan African. The only thing that he had that the, the grasp on was the hair color. When you talk genetics. Yeah, they done did. They done did the hurt. They done did that. They done did the checking the melanin levels in the skin. And the guy who um who did that, he the one who invented the process that they use when you burn 
real bad and they can't tell what race you are, they use his process. And so they use that on 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 the mummies to to see if they were African or not. And then the fucked up part about it, people was trying to discredit that, but you know, you still using it in forensics. Yeah, black power just I was over here hitting the cuss, like, yep. Yeah. And that was the same thing Shank the Dion came with, but that's what make us when we over here, man, while we different from the mother cats, man, because we actually study, man. You know what I mean? We get to the bottom of shit around here, man. Real talk. If we don't know about it, we ain't going to say we know it, man. We're going to say, hey, man, let me get back to you. Give me some time. I'm going to give you my opinion on it and some feedback on it. I'm going to actually do the research on on some shit, man. And it's really from a position of studying. Yeah, niggas, Interpretation on it beforehand. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know about the shit. You feel me? <laughs> I don't know to take a position on it because I don't even know what the information is. First, let me get a whiff of it. Let me go bring it with the Conrad. And, and we, we build on it, and we get about five or six different perspectives, and then we, we collaborate on, on that, and we, 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 we try to reconstruct the events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, we all got from it and come to a good conclusion. But for people to, people to feel defensive, take a defensive position on myths and history, that's program. Only people who get defensive about that people know history. And people who've been programmed to defend people with no history. Yeah, we got them motherfuckers running around. People who programmed to defend other people with no history. House niggas. Arabists. Because they helped the shit too. Under the guise of religion. Because that's just a myth too. And that shit didn't really happen the way it was. There wasn't no first man named Adam. When science showed the motherfucking, the oldest person on the planet is the black woman. 
And that cracked everything open right there. It cracked the whole creation story in half. So it's, you know, when you can't beat them, join them. But when you can't, uh, 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 when you can't teach them, confuse them. Ron, you know, the tracker just came out where they found out what created everything. They found out where creation came from. And they said creation came from nothing. So really ain't nothing going on right now. We are just a bunch of nothing. Just organized nothing. <laughs> well, boy, I, I think I put the article in, 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 our, in, our, um, in the hangout. I have to check that because that would fit that uh, uh, lecture, the second half, um, yeah. what Brother Little had posted, because that was their, uh, after the 70s, that was their new new psycho, uh, 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 um, psychoanalyst, analytic uh, theory, yeah, you know, dealing said. with uh, self-actualization and, and Maslow's principles. But just a crack alert, Guest 17 came in out the gate posting the link. Okay. Crack alert, possibly. Guess 15. There's no alert, no alert. You know, when you ain't really talking about none of this, you'll send the cracker. Mm-mm. No, that's what I do. I put that link in there. I put that link in there. I put it in there. It's off my phone. I couldn't do it off the computer. I'm logged in on the computer. I'll put that in there. Okay. And with all these strong-minded Africans on this line, I'll doubt the European could come on and have a, a, a more influence on us than vice versa. In fact, when he come around us, he's acting. And, you know, movies are only two hours long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm black 24-7, right? You can't shake this reality we in, right? Ain't no cuts. Ain't no take two. Now, that's why I'm suspecting any nigga who, you know, it's it's like a fucking sweet and sour type of situation. It's like on one hand, we the most victimized people by the camera, but we also have a culture of motherfuckers who want to be actors. Yeah. Why do most rappers want to be actors? Well, why do they want rappers to be actors? I don't know. The most famous rapper right now was first an actor. I could I could not respect a nigga named Aubrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first an actor. Yeah. Now the rappers being actors, the actors turn rappers. Half Jew named Aubrey. Yeah, Jew named Aubrey. And Mama Jew, he full Jew. The you know, only way he could be in the rap gang is if the motherfucking the ignorance, the level's been dumbed down. They don't know the history of hip hop. No, listen, hold on, hold on, listen, right? You're saying that. You said sweet okay. and sour. You said sweet and sour, and then you just said dumbed down. But when you said sweet and sour, it made me think of something. I just, I, I picked up um, The Last Dragon the other day, right? So I picked up The Last Dragon for $3.47. I picked it up, so I'm watching The Last Dragon, and and I'm really looking because I I remember a part in there where Leroy went to go where the master gave him a uh, the little golden buckle, and he told him, y'all, uh, if you want another master, go 
Go see the master at some dumb gourd, right? So, as a as a child, hey, you know, it's some dumb gourd. You know, you're just thinking this is just a Chinese motherfucking name or whatever. But now as an adult, me knowing that movies is made by some motherfucking small hat, I'm like, damn, look at that. What they did, when they send him to a place called some dumb goy, where you going to look for some shit that you can't find, you are some dumb goy. Look at you. Yeah, goyim. I got you, dumb dumb goyim. Yeah, the goyim. That's what they'll call you. They'll call you a goy. You know what I'm saying? They'll say that shit straight like that. They won't even call you the Goyim. They'll call you a Goy. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. Man, they send this black dude here with some Chinese people pretending to be black, a black dude pretending to be Chinese. And it's all in all, at the end of the day, it's still this motherfucking sham. Because you some dumb Goy thinking you're going to get knowledge yourself from somewhere else outside of yourself. It's a very interesting movie. It's a, it, once I looked at it, you know, looking at it as an adult and being a little bit more learned than when I was a child, it's just a, a very interesting movie. Mm-hmm. That was one of my favorite movies. Still is. Still is. Still is. What's the what's the what's the what's the queen playing the movie? Man, I always had a crush on her when I was a little boy. Like she's fine, she's pretty. <laughs> Vanity, vanity. But nowadays, if you look at that movie, man, she looks scary as hell. What the hell is wrong with her? Man, she had a, a bad experience in L.A., man. Cracked and, you know what I mean? Cracked is, man. It's a hell of a drug. The movie, in the movie right now, in the movie, if you look at the movie, just her whole outfit, the way they got her hair just teased up all big, it just looks wild. And she just looks weird because it's straight, but it's like, I don't know. It's straight and puffy at the same time. The shit looks... <laughs> I looked and said, damn, that just looks wild right there. Like, who is something like that? I said, well, that's just, that's in them days when people was... Everybody wanted to be like, you know, that's what, that's what it was. That was the 80s. Yeah, we didn't have too many black movies. So, and she played in that one in Action Jackson. That was another good movie, too.
It was a it's a comic book. It's about East St. Louis and about how East St. Louis got cheated out of their out of their right to vote. So once they got cheated, what they did was they uh, seceded from the union and became their own nation. And the the brother who was the mayor became like the president of the nation. And he had a sister who was his girlfriend, a a, a dark dark skin sister. And the dark skin sister, uh, she was like on some wild horrorish type shit in the comic book. She was on some other shit. And the girl that he ended up getting with, they they set him up with two different girls in the joint, and both of them looked like mulattoes. And this is in the comic book. Both of them was like real light with orange like color hair, you know what I'm saying? Green like color eyes and orange color hair and shit, right? So I'm looking, right? I'm like, damn. I'm like, yo, why give him this real light skin girl and then shoot his sister off like she just wild ratchet? And then what happens is there's the, two separate sets. Like I said, two different mulatto girls. But with one mulatto girl, she got a homegirl who with her, and she's dark-skinned, and she on some porridge type shit in the comic book. But it's like a comic I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a comic book. But it's called Birth of a Nation. But it reads more like a book. But anyway, in the end of it, I was like, damn, I, I read through it. I was like, damn, I looked. I said, yo, man, I thought this was a pretty good comic book. And so I just looked at it again. Like, you know, I was just reading the dialogue. I wasn't even, I wasn't reading the pictures. I was reading the dialogue. And like, yo, this is an interesting dialogue. Because it is. But what they did, it was very interesting. But at the end of the day, when I start to look at the pictures and what he was pushing, I said, damn, he's pushing miscegenation because he ended up pushing all men. You didn't know what one of the girls was. She could have been all black. But the other one, you knew because she, they was at her house, and they had her white mother walked in. She was, like, on some black power shit. And then they called herself a different name, and her mother walked in on it. And her mother was a big white woman. This shit here. They pushed that white, and they pushed that girl off on him at the end. I said, damn, that's messed up. I just, I just thought about that. I was like, damn, you know, they just, they be pushing that, that light skin uh, mulatto, mulatto thing. Even though, but in that movie, in that, um, the movie, the uh, Last Dragon, even the brother, though, he didn't even look like the parents. He, he, the, the came up, he looked like he mixed with something. He already looked, he looked mixed. He definitely didn't come off as a child of them. He was only light-skinned one. I mean, his brother still, his brother, you know, his little brother was darker than him. Brother, his mother, the father, and Rudy from the Cosby Show was the baby, was the daughter, was the baby girl. He didn't even have his little curls. He didn't. I didn't know what was going on. He just talked. He was just weird in the whole movie. He was just weird. They was calling him a coolie. Which is a uh, black person trying 
might be Chinese. I oh, mean, you ain't never ate you ain't never ate popcorn with chopsticks, nigga. Look at the movie popcorn with chopsticks, right? I don't know how you beat the Shogun. That's why the, the Shogun looking all crazy. It looking like a gang of Hebrew Israelites. They were black Hebrew Israelites. They look like a gang of Hebrew Israelites. Same suits on and everything. Who's the master? You destroyed that black establishment, didn't you? Jonah is the master. But it was a movie, like you said, created by Jews, so that, you know, yeah, the 80s. You know, Barry Gordy helped produce it and some shit like that. You know, got a couple of writing credits, but all in all, man, it's just a small hat creation. You catching bullets with your teeth, all this wild shit. Yeah, we was we was lucky to get any movies back then, though. I know I was a, I was a youngin', so you know I was just lucky to see a motherfucking black lead character in the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. That was a, that was at the that was after the height of black exploitation, and then they start to trickle in black movies again around that time. And I didn't know that Jews, uh, I should have already knew, but thank you for that information because it really showed, you know, I didn't know Jews uh, made The Last Dragon and I, I didn't even know Jews made The Color Purple. So it's kind of funny that even when you we think that it's, you know, these are people who, these are parasitic people who think they know something about us. They have no problem. Like when you watch, you ever watch a, a little destroyer shit like Ali? This fucking Arab nigga who dress up like a motherfucking uh, nigga with, with the sweatsuits and chains on with sisters on him and shit like here, and it's supposed to be some comedy. Yo, and it's a Jew, and he really a Jew. He's a Jew. No, that son. When I found out that that Joker was a Jew, I said, "Now ain't this some shit? This is exactly what the Jew would do. He act all retarded like this and pretend, and then he even do the shit on. He's another character." He's another character, man. He plays another character with a fucking mustache and shit. I can't remember. But he plays another character, man. But he's a wild Jew doing anything. What character is that that he plays? He plays some type of character. And he had a movie out where he came to America. He was from Kazakhstan. I know who the fuck you're talking about, too. Yeah, that's the same one. He's, 
That's the same cracker. He just makes it so look different. His last name is Cohen, I think. Bashon, no, no, Bashon, B-A-C-H-O-N, something like that. Sasha Barron, Sasha Bashon, some, I don't know, some, some cracker shit, but, but, the, he came out of uh, England. That nigga you talking about, that cracker you talking about? Yeah, y'all. He's the one who played Ali G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same cracker. He played Ali G. He played a couple of different characters where they allow him to just go a fool. The, the way the, 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 now, listen, you talking about some, I see I'm just, hey, look, man. I don't mind. I don't mind him acting like that because that lets you show you exactly what they think about you. But for them to pull that shit like shit be racist, the shit he do on that show, you be like, God damn. Well, isn't that the modern day jazz singer without the black face on? Everything else but black paint? Thank you, Brother Mickerel, for putting me on to that. But it's hip hop, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well. But what's going on out there, family? I see y'all all out there on the line. Black Power. What do they do out there? Yeah, Black Power. Big quiet as church mice. Big quiet as church mice in the background. We see you out there. Any questions, comments, anything y'all want to add on about? Please do throw them out there. Uh, Black Cow family, checking in. Uh, yeah, I'm at work right now, but I'm listening. It's Brother Jay from Dallas. Black Cow, yeah, I see family out there. There's enough people on the line. There's enough people on the line, you know. But uh, definitely, we're glad you're out there listening, family. You know, we've just been... Getting in there, going on a, a, a nice little Saturday, just going over a little this and that information. Just having, con- just having some good combo between family right now. Uh, what else we want to put out here, though? But that is very, uh, you know, they put, they better put that out here. But I, I'll, I'll find out. Let me see that last dragon. Tell you who, who is him, who Like fire. 
Are they having a chronic break? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Everybody went on break. Everybody went on break. They're telling at the same time. What's really going on, honey? Fucking man. I went to go look on the information on Last Dragon real quick, man. Let me. I'm trying to pull this out. Yeah, I should have asked him, Cracker White, but I should have asked him, uh, uh, are there any lesbian Republicans? You know what I'm saying? Does them bitches get lost? Some white know. lesbian Republicans? This thing is directed by Schultz. The director Schultz. Oh, yeah, I got to give a shout-out, too, because it's been a while, too. Did you, did you guys know that every year in Russia... <laughs> Twenty-four thousand women die each year from domestic violence. More soldiers have died in the ten-year period between Russia and Afghanistan every year. Twenty-four thousand. What's that equivalent to? Twenty? Was it every hour? Twenty-four a day. Black power. Black power. Keep up the keep up the bad work and don't change. So at the start of the show, brother, that means we got three and counting. Mm-hmm. She didn't pour the vodka right, or she <laughs> she failed to get the vodka quick enough. It could be over anything. The twenty-four a day. But yes, Queen, uh, three didn't pass already. Mm-hmm. Two of them probably for listening to Feet on the Ground. Huh? <laughs> we hear that you guys do a black liberation song. And you recognize it, bitch, bitch. We acknowledging your victory. In fact, we're going to let the nigga know that you're listening to the show huh? so he can finish the job. Black power, nigga, right? That shit funny, man. Yeah, yeah, we're going to open the door like a motherfucker. Like, oh, yeah, yes, 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 we're here to help you. We're here to help you. What'd you say his name was? Oh, Yuri, huh? Yeah, okay, he got his Yuri's number. Yeah, we're going to deal with him. Yeah, the bitch sitting right here, Yuri. Yeah, I don't know what she was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, help me on the way. <laughs> Let that nigga finish the job. Okay, you ain't got to worry about me at night. You got to worry about the motherfucker you lay next to, literally. And it could be for anything, for not pouring the vodka right, to <laughs> not going to get his pistol when he asked for it, forgetting to feed the dog, you name it. So, black woman, you know we love y'all and respect y'all, okay? And, and, and you know... You can miss Porter, Ken, all of that, whatever. You can roll and fuck the blunt up. We're we going to still love you. 
You ain't got to be fretting, fray. You know what I'm saying? This bitch, she poured the vodka. She overtopped the vodka. He going to be, you know what I mean? She going to put the canned goods in the cabinet facing. <laughs> Y'all seen that movie? That bitch had to play dead. That bitch fucked up and didn't flush the ring down the toilet. That bitch, huh? Bitch faked her death. That nigga found where the bitch lives and everything. That's real. That's a true story. Y'all know that, right? He really felt that bitch in real life. <laughs> <laughs> the mistake she made was thinking she was going to get away. When they be listening to us, y'all seen the movie uh, that Denzel played in recently? What the shit called? Uh, Goddamn. All over the Russian bitch. You know, that's a lie. But anyway, it was a good movie, though. Goddamn, what was it called? Shit. Ah. The Equalizer. Yeah, I, I think I wanted to go see that. I, I, did we go see that? Oh, go see it. He killing crackers all throughout the movie. I think we did. But they, but it has to be a trick to it. You know, he just can't be killing. It's the same thing with Django. You know, I love Django, too. It's a trick to it. He's doing this for the sake of one Russian hoe. Literally, she's a Russian hoe. She's a prostitute. But check it out. He killing crackers throughout the whole movie. Hold up. I think I'm, I did go see that at the movie. Yeah, and see that's a topic in itself right there because shit, you know, we 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 prostitution and shit, human trafficking. They even portray that shit as Russia leading the world in that shit. So, hmm. straight pimping a women out. Excuse me. Straight pimping a cracker beast bitch out. Let me get it right. And a Russian pimp make a black pimp look like a motherfucking priest. Ah, <laughs> Shay. I feel, you know, but it's an irony to that shit. I feel no sorrow for a cracker or a Russian prostitute. I really don't. Not a motherfucking, my a heart don't ache at all for that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Even though he telling her, go get it. Go get me some goat milk and potatoes. You know, and this below, below 44 out of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> 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 you better come home with some goat milk and potatoes. <laughs> oh, it's a wrap. What else going on for the night, family? We're going to have to...
have to we have to invade somebody else's space, man, in order for this to get these questions answered. You know what's going on with these guys, but we know what's going on. I'd rather do it on our format. I can't see why Brother Minkara can't ask some questions. I I don't understand. You know, you you the Grand Poobah, whatever your name is. You know, I don't understand. Brother Bourne didn't ask him right. That's why you're supposed to ask for an interview or something like that. Or maybe that's what it is. When you're dealing with cult leaders, you don't ask questions. Like I've noticed this too, even with Jehovah's Witnesses. You go to Jehovah's Witnesses and you're the first time, you can't come there asking no questions. And I'll let you know that, too, up front. You come to listen, motherfucker. <laughs> you come to listen to the, you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm going to ask him a few questions after he gets through. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll see if that actually never happens. We see the same tactics right there, you know. You, it's just like the same thing like with uh, Catholicism and shit. You know, the, past, the peasants weren't, uh, they couldn't just ask the Pope to talk to the Pope. The Pope ain't accountable to nobody. Get the fuck out of here. The bishops ain't accountable to nobody. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's, you know what I mean? Because it, it's not the belief, it's the order. And the order is mafia ran. From the bishop to the father, to the, you know what I mean? To the Pope, they got rank and file like the military do. Archbishop, motherfucking, uh, uh, you know, Grand Wizard, Imperial, all that type of shit. Once we understand that pecking in order, you know what I'm saying? It ain't hard to understand, but these niggas, man, holding these conventions with these big titles, like we don't understand, like we can't read the comedic Armageddon. Like, how the fuck you get them two words together? Really? Anybody, how do you get comedic Armageddon conference? No, three words. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you something Does that mean after this they can't do no more Right because I'm getting this right That's it that's that's fine that's it Right <laughs> I, mean, I mean Okay like, the, 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 the football has conferences right <laughs> uh, You know remind me of the brother I remember in Living Color When uh the Wayne brothers were playing the Muslim in prison and shit. Who ate pork and he was in my niggas <laughs> <laughs> remind me of them niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? What we call in the hood, man, nigga, tell me anything. That's what you're gonna do. Tell me anything. Motherfucking, what you call them? Sister Commander, uh, uh, Charlotte, Charlins, it's Claritons, and goddamn soothsayers. And when you say, yo, maybe be telling you, tell us, tell me anything. I'll be over here saying, yeah, you saying anything. Say anything. First thing comes to your head, you saying anything. But yeah, we have to we have to uh, try to get them to come on in here, man. You know they don't want no borders hot seat over here. They want places where they can go clown. 
clown. This ain't gonna be the clown session over here. We ain't playing. We ain't playing that playground shit over here. Motherfucker just can't ask me any questions. That's the first thing probably gonna say. Motherfucker wanna ask me some questions. You can't say that, but we got some. We like to do an interview regarding his successful. Uh, you know, <laughs> and then going on his motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? That's conflicting reports. You know, gotta please his ego. He got one. He got a big one too. He wants to be setting, so he has to do his. You know, I look forward to you working with setting, brother. You know what I mean? And we want to interview you. You've been doing your thing and all that shit. And you them nigga on there, man. Well. You know, we asked the niggas some basic questions like, you know, uh, explain to me uh, what new company means and, and, and why you chose uh, teal, cyan, and, and light purple, you know, as, as as the colors, you know, red and black and green one one you know, official enough, you know, shit like that. And why those shit sound too close to religion? What kind of covenant you talking about? Yeah, I, I wouldn't even allude to red, black, and green. I mean, I'm not wearing no cyan and purple, nigga. That's a couple colors away from the motherfucking gay shit. They just ain't got the yellow. What else is in the rainbow spectrum? The rainbow, the yellow, and the green. And the red, they got everything else, though. That nigga's questionable. In the glow. Lavender. I ain't never seen no African flag that was lavender. You, nigga? Would you wear? Would you? Would you be the lavender flag, brother boy? <laughs> hmm? Hell no. Come on, man. Let's be real. Let's keep it one hundred. The black shirt, the black new covenant shirt with the with the purple and, and, and the sign. My nigga, you wouldn't be on that. That just sound like a haven for uh, failed pastors. Niggas who went to school thought they was going to be pastors and had their own churches and failed, so they joined the New Covenant. Niggas like Minister Inky. Who the fuck is this nigga? Niggas don't question none of these niggas, man. Niggas just come right on in, and they scholarly. They can go everywhere but feet on the ground. That's the whole point. Everywhere. They go everywhere but feet on the ground. Feet on the ground? No, hell no. Uh-uh. Niggas need, they need, them niggas need script writers to come on here. Or, they, or we have, we will have to have a, 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 we could do that if they want to, too. We're going to have to have a pre-show. We can go over the questions first. Yeah, they want the questions if they, first. If they're comfortable with the discourse, then we can move on. You know what I mean? We need the questions. They need it. Can we get the questions first, kindly prepare? And you know what the rule going to be? We all can't be on the line to ask the question. That's the first thing. You all can't be on the line. They can't deal with all of us. Too many angles. And you can't, and ain't nobody weak in our squad, so then they're going to they gonna be like, well, they're going to they gonna try to say numbers. It's gonna, you know what I mean? 
And all it takes is one of us to ask a certain amount of questions and some time, because we're going to get that to the bottom of this shit. Well, brother, I can sit in the background. You know, I got my Imhotep apron on, ready to cook. All y'all do is just bring me the meat and let a sister prepare for you once you, you know, handle your business with it. The norm been to attack the queen. So you may be having the roast. We may be having to get the meat ready. That's been their tactics. And they they assume because they come from patriarchal religions and ain't shook that shit that is male dominated and they think the women and they they don't know that the queens over here is that they, 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 they equal if not yet on top more knowledge than the kings is around here. So yeah, you know, and this an equal opportunity for both sides. But yeah, because because you've been putting down a nice display lately. Hold, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's been the tactic that they've been using, even getting at you on a little other shit and not approaching the men type shit, you know? So they're looking for weaknesses. You know, only hyenas do that. <laughs> Real talk. You see the hyenas, them motherfuckers will take the elderly out first or the babies. Or, 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 or if they, you know, if they fear that you could, you know, they could collectively defeat the whole little, little uh, bunch of them, they'll, uh, Wait around and scavenge meat from what they leave, or fuck them up from another kill type shit. That's you know how he. And I think you, yeah, we got a good display today. The queen, all she asked him was to cite your reference. Now hold on, what mummies you talk about with red hair? Ooh. Oh, if you know what, this nigga should just drop. I was whispering to him. Somebody spoke to him in the background. Yeah, they were saying, that's Sister Camille. Don't fuck with her. <laughs> I learned it from my kings on feet on the ground. Real talk. I heard it. I heard somebody said something to him. He said, is that very season that I heard of somebody speak? But they spoke low in the background, and then that's when he hung up. It happens. Even Ark make adjustments when one was coming up. You know, one of, that's going to be the first thing they're going to say, man. You know, if they do, you know, they're going to have to have some backup. But it's not even for that. Motherfuckers just want to ask inquisitive questions about, you know, who you are. Why are you doing what you're doing? Where's your motherfucking goal? Any other questions are real, you know? This is radio show, you know. No, 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 it's not a radio show. Nigga said we don't, we're not a radio show. But you want us to listen to us? We're a conference call. Well, we conference callers. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's dialogue. <laughs> yeah, we try to get them on this conference call. Will we be spewing mad rhetoric? Yeah, you know, uh, Brother Minkaraz owed that. He owed to be, he's owed the right to be in a form where he's not going to get cut off like he did when he came on his shit. Yeah, now somewhere, and, and a light need to be somewhere where he don't got the choice to be able to cut somebody off. We got, he got to hold them to corn. 
And if us dodging, us really testifying to, like, you know, the damage a nigga can do. He know the potential. Not only is he a spokesman, he's also a victim of him, you know. <laughs> but them, and then because of the truth I'm bringing, them niggas looking at his man, God, trying to stop us from making this money. Or they trying to stop us from making this money. I can't stop you from making no money, nigga. I can only stop you from using other motherfuckers' ignorance to make money off of. That's it. Black power. Only a bunch of fools that go up to the a convention talking about math or uh, uh, science. A convention wasn't it? That was a convention too, right? You know, conventions and expos, conventions. You have examples on display of, of of apply whatever the shit is. A comic book expo, goddamn it! A you see what I'm saying? A convention. You got all every every variety of everybody there. The niggas didn't have. I expect the science that everything from the metaphysical nigga to the nigga talking about health to the to the engineer. To the micro, to the to the to the to, to the biologist, to the doctor, it's supposed to be from every level because how wide it is. That shit was a bunch of motherfucking low life niggas. Who, I'm gonna stop saying low life niggas. A bunch of. Brother Baker, listen though, it's not a convention. It's a conference. A conference. All you do is come and talk about shit. You might hand out some ditto, but that's about it. You don't have to get nothing out of a conference. Just get a chance to talk.
Man, fuck that Neanderthal and the charlatan. <laughs> I second that motion. You know to have little kids got that shit. Don't lock. Can't nobody get with them with that. Hell yeah. But y'all don't know what's going on right now with all these, uh... And like you said, <clears throat> so people have been labeled certain things, you know. As I started to watch some of these things, I've seen the progression of people who come in and been given the platform and personas have been created. Other as a, you know, as we said, you know, we liken it under WWE, which is not far off from what exactly is going on. Being one who has been privy, me and Brother Mitchell have been seen to jump in on a backroom WWE session. Where after the match, they was going over the script for the next, <laughs> for the next I like to call it, man, and I'm sorry to say, man, the general ain't me in that shit, too, man. I'm sorry to say, oh, I hate to say it, but <clears throat> what else could you say, man? You'll be seeing this shit. Me and Mr. Rock, man, I'm telling you, Jaime pulled us in one day. Jaime had the link to the background. He had the link to the back, to the back room. He called us in. He called me. I called Brother Zachary. Hold up, wait a minute, man. Ah, da, da. Whoa, whoa. Let me come up in here. Let me be in here by myself. I said, now let me get Zachary here on this one. Zachary, check this out. I click Zachary over. We just listen for a second. About 30 seconds. All of that here talking. Zachary said, oh, shit. Y'all niggas busted. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is WWF. Niggas are hanging up. Niggas are hanging up. Niggas are hanging up the lines. They were talking about. Oh, man. They were slotting their plans in the next day. Say word. Yeah. This is going back when niggas was on the Skype shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Skype. That was the Skype. Yeah, before niggas on that Google Hangout shit, niggas was on the Skype. Yeah, uh-huh. Skype actually a little better because shit, you can at least you can just send you can just send low, you know, Microsoft bought them motherfuckers to our. But yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that discussion and the niggas jumped over and weird shit. That's what we fucking poverty too, like you know. And I hate to say it, that's what the fuck seemed like it's going on, man. And shit, you know, I'm like, damn, said you've been in Harlem, been, you know, you, you're going to sell in Harlem, you know, regardless, nigga, was tickets you worried about, you know what I mean? And I can see uh, Polite trying to uh, connect you, you know, connect himself to your shit, you know. But you don't, you know, goddamn. But you do your shit, brother, you know what I mean? And I'll do mine a second, you know, but this ain't the first time. 
And then given given the nature of you know of y'all first debate, I wouldn't even be fucking with him like that. Black Power King, Black Power. They gonna do what Fabricoon did to Mouth, and what he said, and 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 I mean figuratively now. I, I'm not speaking literally, though that could be out there too. But I mean figuratively, they got to kill him. Said mm-hmm. he got to die for him to live. Yeah. This is a setup for Seti. Yeah, oh. All of them against Seti. This is a setup. This is a setup. This is a setup against African, pan African philosophical thought and ideology. I'm telling you. It's a setup against the hardline African ideology and philosophy. Not against nothing else. It's the ideology and philosophy that our ancestors is more right than anybody else. Fuck that. I got to be destroyed. And study the last light and symbols, and he 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 the symbol and shine the light of that. So in order for new covenant to reign, supreme, they didn't know the right way. They got to do this. And the fraud squad, because they all in unison, right? No, no, listen, no, no, look, right? No, no, because polite is the one going to reign. They are hired hitting. They the highest gun. You know what I'm saying? For light going to rain. He said so. Because he said in that video clip, he said, what I'm going to talk about ain't going to got nothing to do with Seti. He can't deal with, he ain't going to be able to rock with what I'm talking about. The same way as what I'm talking about ain't going to, so it ain't going to slant what he's saying. He ain't no idea. You know what I'm saying? He's saying he knows something that's going to be damaging basically more to the Amin Ra squad. But all in all, he's going to come with something new and innovative and an idea that nobody else coming out with to show that he's a superior mind there on the scene. And that everybody else now has got to bow to him. He's telling you that's what, he, that's what he's rocking. And if he can do that, because one said he beat on, beat on the, however it goes, whether said he, Beat the Ahmed Rossquad down, you know what I mean? Or it's, it's said that the Ahmed Rossquad beat Seti down. No matter what, it's still a win-win for Polite. Yeah, because it is divide and conquer, too, when you think about it. Too much information. I hear me from everywhere. He's using that Dr. York information, I'm telling you. He's using that old York shit. He's revamping it. He's revamping it. He's talking about leaving the planet, going out into other universes, and then coming back through sometimes. That's what I'm saying. This nigga just had a motherfucking UFO convention two years ago. I don't miss the niggas' lack of history right there. You're saying the same shit. Crackers are saying this on the black medium. It was aliens that built the pyramids. White folks are saying that because they're rather giving alien props than the same African parade the shit. He's taking the fucking bait. Phil Valentine was there. Probably James. All, all them other compliments on niggas. I'm fucking having a convention. The UFO convention.
even if they say they don't understand that they're taking, they, they, they following the same lock. What's the lock? That Africans don't have a civilization that couldn't produce one. So even if it was aliens, they're still taking credit from us and saying, you know, even if aliens taught us how to make civilization, it was still the aliens that get the credit. And you still riding with the fucking lie. You see what I'm saying? Whetherly, unknowingly, or unknowingly. In this case, you unknowingly. Because you would have a fucking convention or a conference. Same guys, an all-star lineup, goddamn me. Ain't no basketball game. It's the Harlem Globetrotters starting polite. WWF. But they, you know, you can only pass that shit. I wouldn't even go to no shit like that, man. Regurgitation of old information, put a due perspective, but he's going to hit you with the economic plan. But I have no problem with the economic plan, but niggas show me your track record. Don't don't only to see no public debate. Show me the property. Even when you see the infomercials, like like you gonna see three in the morning, the same nigga saying the same shit. Are you tired of being broke? Do you not can make you a millionaire with just five dollars a day? You can have your own property. Damn shit, he just put a black twist on it. But they at least they show you the car, the fake model, the fake property. You know, this is you know, at least they do hire actresses and shit like that. Show me one of them ads, nigga. Or just show me some property. That this shit literally do is talking. I've seen the old I've seen an old documentary, it's not even old, like two thousand four. And there was a uh, dude who who started off with uh, 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 what he started off. Uh, actually, he was selling sex online out there in Jersey when it was legal, or, or New Jersey City, or from the Atlantic City, whatever, whatever, whatever the states back east. And it was, it, it, you know, the shit on the internet was legal for a while. There was a little loophole he found in. Well, he took his money and went to real estate. But in this document, this is a hood documentary. He was still going in to show you the ups on. Real estate, shit that Polite said he was doing. Like he was converting two-bedroom homes, making them three-bedroom homes, bringing the equity up on them, putting down marble tops, and, 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 you know, if they had a closet, if they had walk, you know, shit like that, the perks that will increase the value. He was showing you that shit. Nigga had a little smokers on the background cleaning up my fucking property on the ground. You know what I mean? But he was, he was you know, it was organic, though. It's a process to you may, you know, you, you, when you when you when you in the real estate business, your that's your office. Your motherfucking you know when you do a contract work for shit like that, your office is fucking Home Depot. Because when you in it to when you in it to buy property and to make money off of it, a lot of time you raise because you got a little knowledge of carpentry. 
or you will learn about carpentry because if you're not, even if you don't, you're gonna be renting property out. Property that's gonna be getting holes and walls in them. You're gonna to have to hire a motherfucking uh, 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 maintenance man. You see what I'm saying? Show us where your maintenance man. This is my maintenance man right here. Three of my properties right here. I tell this brother, you don't see that. You see motherfuckers coming in who allegedly made small donations and got big comings, but you don't see no employee structure. That's suspect for any business. I mean, small, small business. I work for small businesses and contractors and shit who work, you know, they have payroll online and shit like that, but they still have secretaries. One or two secretaries and two full-time employees who deal with business calls, day planning, shit like that, right? So it's that structure. It's not fucking there. And you, and you can show that structure without showing the ups on how you make your money. Because, you know, you, you don't want to give the... You don't want to give your jewels away when it comes to businesses, but you really you can because it's all networking. It's not what you know, who you know, right? So once once you once you're connected with right people and so forth, you can you know give ups on that, but you but you always have an insight on just overall general business practices. I don't even ask those questions. That's what I want to see. I want to see a promotional video for new covenant in their housing projects. Or, or there, you see what I'm saying? There should be a video for that. I don't want to read about a testimony. I want to see your portfolio, nigga. Not, not your business portfolio, your property portfolio. I ain't all into your, I don't, you know, that's, I ain't even know it's like that, but t- tell me about your property portfolio. Tell me about your properties in Jersey that you might have. Tell me about that. Tell me about the ins and outs. Of, don't tell me about the paperwork. I don't have to paperwork. Tell me how to, tell me how you, Raise property value on property you may already have. Tell me what I can buy property loan, my area. Can you give can you give me information on property loan in my area? What is the limit? You see what I'm saying? No answer, no question. Is there a limit to the property that you allocate that you want to allocate? Why do you stand so strongly on? Because once I get to asking all oh, this about real estate, you're gonna run away. So I'm gonna ask the question. Well, why is it you stand so firmly on us allocating property? I'm going off the website of the New Covenant. You know what I'm saying? The New Covenant is about well, financial something first. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it's something to that extent. It's about helping people make money. So very, very blunt and upfront. Nice slogan. It's a slogan, though. Revolutions don't have slogans. But he's upfront in his business practices that he's not for that. Look at the title New Covenant. Covenant with who? Niggas, only way you can run a game on goddamn, you stay in the hood. We, we all stay in the hood. We know what it takes to keep the hood up running. You got to have a little motherfucker on-site maintenance man, right, who ain't worth shit, but he there, right? He get to you when he can, right? And if you have several properties, that's job-creating. So you wouldn't emphasize, you wouldn't have to show all your clients. No, no, they're not your clients because you're helping them buy property. Or are you middlemaning? See? It's questions, you know what I mean? The more questions you ask, the more insights you'll get on them. You're not even fucking help. You don't own the property. You're middleman.
Well, uh, I see y'all out there on the line. We're going to wrap it up. Let's just say it's government property and whatnot. But, if, you know, you can, you can, you can uh, pull money together and claim responsibility for just pulling money together. But then, I mean, you oversaw the project. You middleman the property. And that's cool if you, that's what you're doing. But the problem when you when you try to sell it to us, and then when we ask, what is it you selling? I'm a successful businessman. I I I, 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 do, I know real business motherfuckers don't talk their business; they do it. Some shit you can get them talk about it, emphasize, but something you just have to do. There's really no need, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, you know us getting on self defense. There's only so much you can say about self defense unless you're actually doing this shit, right? Okay. You can stress the need for it. You can stress the need for it, but it's already kind of like there. You know what I mean? Survival is a motherfucker. You and you'll never know what you know. What I mean, the motherfucker you think is trained, and whenever human instinct kick in and your ass want to live. Yeah, you may go a week without no food. You know what I'm trying to say? The enemy may not be directly. It may be your ass. The, 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 your enemy may be hunger. Fear come a lot of ways. Not the fear of getting your ass whipped by somebody, but the fear of being humiliated or the fear of being uh, uh, exiled. You know what I mean? <laughs> go a long way, huh? Go a long way. Yeah, the fear of not being able to provide, you know, you don't have to kill him, you know, put the the, the, the fear in the man manhood or, or the absence of him being able to provide food for his family. That's a, that's the issue within itself. Put enough pressure on it, you can convince a man to blow his brains out. So I'm there? Yeah, no, already. Yeah, that fear alone right there, man, that's the number one pressure that you got on you. Nobody got to put that pressure on you either. Once you got a family and you can't provide for them, that pressure will be on you. Or you get in a position where you question questioning whether or not you can provide for them. Or vice versa. And see, that's what's going on with us if they ain't understanding. We the loophole out this shit. White folks, <laughs> they they they, they, they function as a group. Or, you know, the, the white lynch mob, for example. The mindless white lynch mob exists collectively so all white folks can get out their tensions and don't have an individual to blame for it. Feel me? See, if it was one individual white man who hung the motherfucker, he would be a punishment. And that ain't, they don't want to be punished for their crimes. So they function as a mob with masks. You, know, you, you see the, psych- the psychosis behind this? Some weird, you know. <laughs> That's deep shit. So the, the, the lynch mob exists collectively to serve all white ego. So the, so the ego there to protect self, so you can't blame self. So that's why Europeans are at their worst when they and in big and big they they, they 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 like to portray us as being. We actually we more peaceful. We we celebrate more. We more you know in group gatherings. But with Europeans in masses, I don't care if it's a football game. I don't give a fuck if it's boxing. I don't give a fuck if it's 
any large gathering of white folks is going to be violent. But the projection, like you know, what I'm saying the projection is that it has to be the opposite. And and look at look at look at the look at the guilt that they exert. They know this to be true among themselves. That's why when they when they see us gather, they assume we must be gathering and do some violent shit because that's what they will be doing. They gonna come together. They're still gathering large groups for the sake of peace. I, I can spot this behavior in every culture, my nigga, even rock and roll, the mosh pit. You know the mosh pit? Yeah, I heard that in the mosh pit. The mosh pit, this is when the crackers gather in circles and just start going crazy, my nigga, and start punching and sucking each other. Start fighting each other. Collectively. If they were doing it by themselves, we would say this is insanity. But because it's at the at the, at the synchronicity of, of madman music, it's a culture. Get the fuck out of here. I've seen a lot of documentaries, and I've seen a lot of Native people, and they function collectively by the campfire, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got their own different chants, but it's collectively. They dancing and, and celebrating. These motherfuckers want to... Yeah! Hit <laughs> motherfucker swinging on each other. Mm-hmm. That's that mob. That's exerting that mob mentality that they. That's actually how they've been able to, to function too and survive. That they learn that from dogs functioning in packs. Once they see blood one place, they gotta just keep seeing. Mhm. When the folks into bed. The same to them niggas who be saying we all the same and want to use the. I mean, come on, the Pope is endorsing evolution now. Just because he endorsing it, I would be suspect of the theory. You know what I mean? A shame. I would tell anybody, whatever the Pope say, do do the opposite. Do the opposite. The niggas start saying the sky looks blue. The niggas say God doesn't walk around with a magic wand. And supported evolution. <laughs> this the new pope, the mobster, the our, our, the, the gangster. All on pedophiles. I know. It's like you have to be. You only accept the worst pedophiles to be the Pope. You know that, right? Yeah. Yo, they, they tricked the hell out of all those goddamn See, they, the, the reason they put them in because you got the largest amount of Catholics is like motherfucking Mexicans and shit. So in order to get them over doing what you want to do, you got the uh, Mexicano dance floor. Mm-hmm. And see, they exert an order that that they think goes beyond the court. You talking about white courts, with the whole setting of the, of the confession booth. It's, it's it's meant to protect pedophiles, and that's something that they took from uh, the forty two confessions, but replaced it with a man. And then our ancestors knew what the fuck they was doing when they said, "No one who else better to judge a man than the individual who gave birth to man." And I believe that to be true. You know what I mean? 
I didn't see America with my granny didn't ring. You know what I'm saying? She's seen shit. I didn't see, you know, I thought that was just a wino. You know, that man was a once great man. Granny, you know, her insightful words and, you know, bring that motherfucker, resurrect that nigga. Bring that nigga right back to where he used to be. You feel me? Only a woman had that kind of power. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Um, and it worked the same way in defense. Yeah, woman got a special power. Hell yeah. If you in the clutches of a good queen, if, you, if her wings is in your protection, nigga, ain't can't no nigga touch you. Not even God. <laughs> That's why you see the Pharaoh rap, you know what I mean? When the wings of the, you know, that whole concept of a guardian angel that they stole. That's coming from, you know, the angel was a woman. <laughs> I got that book, too, by Shaka Musa Bashanga, The Black Woman, the Original Guardian Angel. Mm-hmm. Who would you trust to venerate your legacy, not, not just through bearing your children, but through keeping the word of your legacy alive, a man or a woman? A woman. She's going to teach the children early about your glory, you know what I mean? She's going to sing fables to you going to sleep. She's going to sing no motherfucking fables about uh, 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 it was the night before Christmas and all through the house. None of that shit. you talking about true. That, that whole shit comes from us on us venerating stories that of history that were real that appear to be legends to Europeans who have no history. Ashay, I mean, we see the goddess Mayat with her wings. I'm looking at her right now. This is where they get the Nike symbol from. That's where the god Nike come from. She come from her father, Asa. Asa and Mayat. All her wings is where Nike come from. Who, who, who else can, who, 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 if you wanted the guardianship of your mother, who who can touch you? Nobody. I've seen black mothers. I'm not going to even say it was the Bible, but I've seen black mothers with books in their hands. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. I've seen a black woman with a book in her hand calm down a whole block of niggas. You know what I mean? And I've seen the opposite. I've seen a woman with, you know, without a book, rile the whole block up. So the power is there. In regards to us, the worst the worst conditioning is when you have a you know Europeans are very especially the ones who you have a conscious European. I mean they know they don't have a history, but but for us to have an individual African with no history, it really is better in support for them. Mm-hmm. They benefit more from it. Yeah, they really do. Doctor Amos Wilson showed that in his work. You know, just just to give one example. You know, I, I got a question because I, I'm curious. Uh, first of all, uh, Black Power to Brother Little. I need to know where is South New York? Huh? Where is where, South? South New York? Can South New York say where, where you from? Where the fuck is South New York? I've never seen that one. Me neither. That's why I want to know. Black Power? Black Power. Whoever the last person just came on the line, New York. Where the fuck is South New York? What's that, Lower Manhattan? Shit, I, I, as far as I know, I'm I'm in the South. So that's why I want to know where is South New York. There got to be the, there got to be Lower Manhattan right before Jersey. What part? What's closest to Jersey? What's the closest part? Closest? Oh, yeah. 
Black Power. Hello. Um, this is South New York. I live in the Bronx. Okay. Thank you, Queen. You're welcome. Because I'm tripping. I'm 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 on the island, and I I'm, I know I'm south from you. Yeah, you 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 northwest from me. Right. Yeah, they're going to say South New York. You must be in the South Bronx. KRS-One, huh? <laughs> you must be in the South Bronx. It's good to know we got South Bronx. South South Bronx. Look around, just got kicked off. But um, I wanted to bring up because I had mentioned um, Doctor Ben's book, "Our Black Seminaries and Black Clergy Without a Black Theology," and I love this work because. He takes the beast at their lie, and he really murders it. You know, and I mentioned um, the teachings of Amenable and how he shows comparative work here from the so-called Proverbs of uh, who was called King Solomon. Now, Amenable, uh time period is uh, 1405, Pharaoh Egypt, 1405 to 1370. Uh, so-called Proverbs of Solomon is 976 to 936. And um, Dr. Ben starts it off in this section. This is point five. He says, we must reexamine the teachings of Pharaoh Amenonobel that preceded the Proverbs that was a tribute to a Hebrew king by the name of Solomon and compare them to their true origin. And also, who was the... Yeah, and also, who was the thief of this stolen legacy? As shown below, and he's citing from his work... Um, from pages 164 to 165 of African Origins of Western um, Religions, Judaism, Christianity, etc. And here's just an example, you know, in case some, whoever don't have this. Um, this is from Pharaoh, Amenonopel, 1405-1370. Give thy ear and hear what I say and apply thy heart to it. Okay. Proverbs of Solomon. Incline thy ear and hear my words. And apply thy heart to apprehend. Okay. This is from the Pharaoh Amenonopel. Consider these 30 chapters. They delight. They instruct. Knowledge how to answer him that speaketh and how to carry it back and how to carry back a report to one that sendeth. Okay. This is now from so-called Solomon. Have I not written for thee? Thirty sayings of counsel and knowledge that thou mayest make known true to him that speaketh. Another example. Associate not with the passionate, excuse me, this is from Pharaoh Amenonopel. Associate not with the passionate man, nor approach him for conversation. Leap not to cleave to such a one, that the terror carry thee not away from so-called Solomon, associate not with the passionate man, nor go with a raffle man, raffle, W-R-A-T-H-F-U-L, raffle man, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. Pharaoh Menonopel, a scribe who is skillful in his business, 
findeth himself worthy to be a courier. From the so-called Solomon Proverbs, a man who is skilled in his, a man who is skillful in his business shall stand before kings. From Pharaoh Amenopole, it is good for thee to place them in thy heart. Let the rest in the cast. Let the rest. Let the rest in the casket of the belly that they may act as a peg upon thy tongue. From so-called Solomon, for it is pleasure if thou keep them in thy belly, that they may be fixed upon thy lips. That's a few examples. The plagiarism on Solomon's part cannot be overlooked, as too often as he too often copied a men in Opal's work in too many instances, word for word. So he's saying, okay, go with the law of Solomon. Go into the Proverbs and then compare it to the work of Amenonopal who existed 14, 1405 B.C. as the Pharaoh to 1370 as opposed to so-called Solomon who supposedly existed 976 to 936. Black power. Sound like plagiarism to me. That was plagiarism. What plagiarism? That sounds like me. Well, that sounds like somebody crazy. It sounds like somebody stealing. Um, and, and what's good to examine that is look at look at the time frame when when Amenhotep third and then when Solomon come along. That's plausible because the myth would already been he already you know grandeur had been translated to demonic and erotic, and they would have probably got a whiff of that 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 that. By the time they got it, it was a grandeur legend. So they just cut and paste, put their motherfucking culture on it. And they're doing it to this day right now. You know what I'm saying? They're still doing that shit right now with uh, historical figures. Painting in white, pushing back white history, or just putting a white face on it. How you believe, you know, that movie, uh, what, the 10,000 B.C.? Or was it B.C.? It was a comedy, but it... it, it it threw in mythology and folklore, you know what I mean? Ashe. And you know, thanks to Dr. Walter Williams' work, which is original from, you know, this is why uh, I consider him, each master teacher them brought something new to the table through their research. And so he takes it a step farther. He really goes in, you know. Yeah, there was a Solomon, all right. Solomon bar motherfucking Isaac. It was a Moses, all right. Moses Maimonides. Mm-hmm. These are recent motherfuckers.
historically insecure. And and it's even psychotic for motherfuckers to even want to try to um change history to fit they myth. That's even insane. The fact that a European would even raise the eyebrow and say that it was whites who built the pyramids, for example, is fucking insane. We we shouldn't even get defensive with it. We should laugh like this. Like that motherfucker said, you know, that, you know, uh, you can see air and shit. Like, motherfucker, this motherfucker's crazy. So crazy, savage. You know, what's so funny? This motherfucker said that uh, whites built the pyramids. Silly European. You almost got me there. You know, real talk. Because it's really insane. That's why I say, even, even, even shit that they think they got motherfuckers thinking is really going on, ain't. It's been, they still doing the same shit. All the, the trends I see with the Taliban or some more relevant shit, and ISIS is the same. The motherfuckers are destroying archaeological evidence of, of, of a culture that pre exists before Islam. They had you to push back the history of Islam. In that area, how do you do that? You get rid of everything that's pre-Islamic and, and anything that's pre-Islamic that's that can be co- you know that you can probably you know I, I can I can uh, lie for that and, you know sneak that one in there. They'll do that, but it, to coerce and have you believe that that's just more ancient than what it is. Shame. Like Walter Williams say, reincarnated figures, right? Reincarnated through reincarnated people from own ideas and shit. Never existed. Okay. And as he breaks down, Judaism is not a B.C. religion, for it cannot predate Solomon Bar Isaac, called Rashid, or Rashidi, R-A-S-H-I. 1040 A.D. to 1104 A.D. Its creator and formulator, who writings inspired Maimonides, first name Moses. Moses Maimonides, okay, who first created the Old Testament and the Pentateuch in 1168 to, uh, from 1168 took him to 1180 A.D. It was first printed in 1475 by the Capitalist Press for the Christian World Community in Bologna, Italy. By uh, homosexual ex- uh, <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> All of them was facts. Fox. See? Homer. Go back to Homer. That's all I like. Even Dr. Clark was We don't know if Homer was a man or a woman. But even homosexual white men like to prize themselves as being the intellects of white culture. So, history would say that if it was anybody right back there, it was a white punk. <laughs> now, that's fucked up. Let's, let's soak that up for a minute. You mean to tell me that the only literate people in Europe were faggots? You know, you had to go through to learn how to read? <laughs> 
Motherfucker, faggot coming to your door and say, I want to teach your boy how to read. I want him to come with me for the whole summer. And by the time I bring him in, motherfucker will come back, toe up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, ain't that following that Greek tradition? Huh? Or the mentor? Ain't that following that? Mm-hmm. The only literate people. Imagine right now, 2015, if the only literate people that could read was faggots. And they was and they had a higher, you know, aristocracy type of view on on, on those who couldn't read. Imagine, imagine the, the hell nigga would have to go through to learn how to read. You know what I want. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm straight. I don't want to know how to read it, but I, I, I'll be there. <laughs> They say, why? Why why you said Because you had to go to them gay schools. You had to go to them punk schools. Only the only one was the punch. That's some that's some irony for your ass right there. You got you you a warrior and shit. And your mother writes you a letter and shit, you can't even read the motherfucker. You got to have a punk read it to you. At your most desperate hour, you know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> and then you got the fact. What's his name? Um, Erasmus, right? <laughs> the New uh, Testament, fifteen sixteen, to counter Luther, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that was the culture. That's why they wrote in those flowery words. Them niggas was gay intellectuals. Motherfucking uh, uh, Shakespeare, too, was a punk. Already, we already got the fact, the actual fact on Leonardo da Vinci. Y'all know that, right? Oh, yeah, they even kept jail records back then because they were the first institution that produced criminals. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, picking up young boys. So all of these scholars is punks. They got a website called Gay Heroes. <laughs> and uh, I ain't bullshitting. I had to save that motherfucker because it was giving insight on the history of gay motherfuckers. Goddamn. And, and it's a tri- it's really sad, too. I think it was King, uh, King James. He was a faggot. They go in. I think I don't want. I don't want to misquote this now. He was going in on the relationship between King. It was either King James or King Lionheart. One of them. With the you know, France and Britain got a real relationship. You know what I mean? But he was fucking the prince of 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 France. Yeah, it was it was Lionheart. I think it was Lionheart. And one of the reasons why Lionheart came back so quickly after that defeat during the Crusades is because he, yeah, 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 yeah. Dr. Clark, yeah, Dr. Clark said, and this uh, uh, Lionheart ran to the war in the Crusade because he didn't want to marry this ugly bitch. She, she was you no, know, she didn't have no chest, no nothing. But he was also a punk, so he was having a relationship with the French king. 
and he came back because he heard he was fucking another uh, 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 one of his cousins or someone, you know, because he was going to think uh, uh, King Arnold was like ten year war or something like that, nine year war the crusade, something like that. Came back defeating, uh, 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 you know, he had his ass with the Muslims whooped his ass. So he came back and ransacked every motherfucking uh, village on his way back and shit. But yeah, <laughs> punks, gay heroes, uh, Michelangelo, Raphael, all the motherfuckers. We got our kids thinking that the Ten the, the, the Ninja Turtles, them motherfuckers got a history too. All of them is gay. Well, we could have known that. Look how them niggas was wearing stockings back then. Because <laughs> they was dressing funny even in the 1500s. <laughs> with the blouses they had on with all the frill shit on it. Hell yeah, even the weird. pirates. Yeah, even the pirates is cross-dressers. If you really look at that shit, the niggas wearing high heel pumps. I mean, I'm a penny over pups. <laughs> yep, they do rock high heels. Yeah, then when I was looking at that that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the um, whoever that uh, main character is, he was acting real faggoty during the movie. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. If you've seen it, if you're real feminine. Mm hmm. Underbelly, ski, you know, do anything, lies, way out of the situation, you know. You got, to, you got to question any man that will take a, a, a voyage on the ship that long with that many men. You can promise me all the riches in the world, but then I'm be like, man, that's going to be too long away from women. That's going to be the first problem right there for any straight man. Only motherfucker who's going to be quick to... And it's, a, it's an urban legend. I think that's true as a motherfucker. That, they know about sailors, even in the Navy. You know, most sailors is, is, is wimps and weenies. Them niggas were a little... They said that their uniform was uh, 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 to fit the, the standards of being, you know, they, you know, they could turn their suit into a motherfucking a float device and all that type of shit. But them niggas was wearing blouses on them ships. And half the niggas was dying of scurvy and water poisoning and shit from that fresh water. You know, you hallucinate them, you know what I mean? And shit, you start seeing men as women. You got to be crazy anyway to, you know, two years on a ship with just men, a crew of men, no women. Why did you have to walk the plank? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the nigga that wasn't going. Like, fuck that shit. I'd rather jump in the ocean with these sharks than that you could meet me. I can see it now. We could do a whole expo on that shit. You know, the homosexual nature during the 15th century. Because Christopher Columbus was gay as a motherfucker. 
He put that shit openly in his diary. I'm like I said, there was nothing more pleasant for to the eye than watching you little red boys bathe the rivers. Straight back. Sick, yo. Well, you know, uh, the 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 uh, so-called uh, wasps, the forefathers of the wasps, again, coming out of uh, the faggotry of England, they was also gay, and they was cannibals. You got uh, Captain John Smith, who wrote um, in 1500s, right, the late 1500s, so great was our famine that a savage we slew and buried the poorer sort took him up again and ate him. And so did divers. One's another boiled and stewed with herbs. And one amongst the rest did kill his wife, powder her, and had eaten part of her. Okay? See, the only lie in there was when he said they used herbs to season them up. That's a lie. No, okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you know they got the lie, brother. Okay? We know that about European histography. You got to put a lie. <laughs> you know, God damn it, they had no herbs. You know they didn't even know what it was, right? <laughs> oh, we did season it before we ate the meat. I get that in one last attempt to prove that they civil. <laughs> Let's <laughs> talk. Okay. Governor Crawford. We sued the savage and then buried him. Yeah. That's, how do you kill a savage? You know what I mean? Then you later on eat the motherfucker. Why would you eat the savage you killed? That's hypocritical. You got one that ate his wife. Ate, you know, by the time they found out, he had eaten part of her. But we know he most likely ate all of that. They, You know, another lie again. You got Governor Bradford writing in 1642 of the severity of the punishments in his colony. He said, um, yet all this could not suppress the breaking out of sun-dried notorious sin, especially drunkenness and uncleanliness, not only incontinence between persons unmarried, for which both men and women have been punished sharply, some marry persons, but that which is even worse, sodomy. Mm. I don't even know if to call that survival or not, or fantasy. You know, white men eating his wife. I think that's a fantasy. I think every white man fantasizes about literally eating his, killing and eating his wife. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's all survival or fantasy. You know what I'm Stop fantasizing about eating your wife, Tom. You know what I mean? I'm going to really do it, you know. I wouldn't, you know. <laughs> Interesting. Much faith into them jokers, man. Don't put too much faith in what you say. When we know you might be eating your mom's as much as And family, just so you know, that comes from uh, Barashangos, African People, European Holidays of Mental Genocide, Book One. Mhm. Great, great, great. Uh, quote right there. That's another thing too. You know, we also see, see, we we, we we be making milkshakes with this shit, man. When I mean, we be combining the theories of so many elders with this scholarly shit right here, and, and, and you get a good re, a result. I mean, it's like combine what Amos Bush just said. What he said. 
that European, European historiography is a mythology. From Ben Wilbur just said with the, the role of European holidays. That's really where European holidays provide that gap for their historiography through promoting mass mythology. Okay. <laughs> Excellent connection, brother. And that's, that's that's how you get results right there, bye bye. Because everybody got a chip of the truth, you know what I'm saying? We put all this shit together, and we, everybody get a clear view on what's going on. That's how that's 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 why that's why everyone must engage in it. Because now this is my you know my my thing right here, because Europeans are void of history, they feel like every day they're submitting themselves at the mercy of other people's history. So when they have holidays, they want other people to engage in that shit to recognize European history, even if it's a fucking myth. Well, I mean, you can be talking about cultural events in history that really happened that we can tie back thousands of years to. Or, or just the, the, the burden of everyday living with the reality that they have no history. And everything is at the, really at the mercy of us because we are still living the living clocks. When they come down for their holidays, they want to put it in everybody's face that has history. And they want everybody, it's not, they want really the people who have the most richest history to celebrate it. To subconsciously get their ass a pat on the back for something that's really fucking fictional. You know what I mean? Whether it be Halloween, whether it be Christmas. Oh, come on, get in the spirit. The spirit of what? Mythology? Well, brother, this is Boycott Santa Claus. Even the 4th of July is a fucking myth. You gotta watch. You gotta watch how many white people you say that around, though, y'all. <laughs> you liable to start a motherfucker. Fifty years ago, I said some shit like that. Goddamn, the lit squad to be ready because it's, it's true. Christopher Columbus Day is a fucking myth. Amos Wilson spoke on that too. If Christopher Columbus ain't about Christopher Columbus, about white power, man. If Christopher Columbus didn't discover America, some other white motherfucker would have at that time in history. He put the whatever he say. He put the motherfucking ball in motion for colonialism. And that really what the fuck that goddamn March was sending around too, Christopher Columbus weekend. Because Christopher Columbus Day was on a Monday, wasn't it? Or am I tripping? I had to go to court Monday, and I it, where the court for, the motherfucker was closed. The timing is everything. This nigga would have had to meet me and my judge on Christopher Columbus weekend. And not talk about the atrocities, or not even mention Christopher Columbus weekend. Like, yeah. And all you motherfuckers, Christopher Columbus, you know, Dr. Clark stayed on Christopher Columbus' ass. 
Now, the, shit, Farrakhan really didn't talk too much about history, period, did he? Except for the lies he told, uh, like Thomas Jefferson, the world's greatest fucking rapist, pedophile, and a slaver, as being a bastion of African liberation. And he can only pull that shit on motherfuckers who don't know history. Like, I was Bob Maddox uh, cleaned that shit up real quick, didn't he? <laughs> Broke it down, brother. And did a beautiful job uh, showing how that was beyond uh, disgraceful. Beyond disgraceful what he did with that shit right there. Oh, yeah. If anything, Jefferson was the biggest hypocrite. And they got 267 slaves. Document, documented. Like, like, record, his bookkeeping, you know, his property of his work. 267 slaves. Then I remember they, I remember like a, a couple years ago, no, like five, you know, about five years ago, they came up with this program called the Jefferson. And they were showing his black side of the descendants who were slaves. You know what I mean? He was a fucking hypocrite. That nigga wasn't an abolitionist. But he indulged in slavery. The motherfucker was like, just me, so a mass raper. Like they said, over 25% of the Jews in the South don't pay. When I took that cloud, I was like, well, how do we know for sure? They know for sure it wasn't 265, it wasn't 267. <laughs> Everything was accounted for, you know what I mean? Just think about that for a minute, family. I mean, I know niggas who breed pit bulls and shit like that. I don't know no nigga with 267 pits. You? Now, in 2015, imagine a nigga with 267 cows, chickens. That's crazy, man. You know, it'll be. I own 267 people, my nigga. They're my property. You know, they say serial killers. They killed when before they started killing human beings, they, they slaughtered animals and shit. You know what I mean? They keep, tra- they keep numbers and shit. Oh, two. Nigga, you own 267, if anything, that's live. Damn, nigga, you kind of crazy, ain't you? Y'all got 267 uh, parakeets, my nigga. Crazy.
And if you know if you got 267 of anything, I wouldn't expect none of them to be fat and healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, talk though. How many, you know, what would be the living quarters for 267 motherfuckers, dog? What type of motherfucking institution would produce that? What type of blood? Because. You know he wasn't. A, he was. He didn't capture two hundred sixty-seven motherfuckers. He inherited those slaves. You see what I'm saying? That was. That took decades and generations to bring coming to being. Whether it be two hundred sixty-seven humans or two hundred sixty-seven uh, 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 cows. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. Generation. What do you feed 267 slaves, my nigga? Let's just dwell on that for a minute. You know what I mean? Nah, cause I got a couple homework assignments. I gotta get on. But this, I'm just, I'm still, I'm just still part of. What would be a typical day of feeding two hundred sixty-seven motherfuckers? I don't. How, how do would a day start? The, the, the chicken crow in the morning. What's the, you know what I mean? What's the agenda for two hundred sixty-seven motherfuckers? Bottom line. 
Either y'all, either y'all harvest come in or storm. That's what that's what they say in the prisons. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's how that's what I'm saying. That's that's how you had to be doing people like that. Two hundred sixty-seven. That's a lot of slaves to feed. You had to make them feed themselves. God be pushing towards them feeding themselves. Anything other than that wasn't really. How could it work? Anything other than that. How could it truly work? Get into the mind of this European. I mean, I mean, you know, you have a dog, and you know, you go through measures to keep your dog locked up. Right? We're talking about you're in the business of enslaving human beings. Human beings are quite intelligent. You know what I mean? Well, why even go through the? You know, the first off, motherfucker, why go through the hassle trying to imprison a motherfucker when? You constantly got to worry about them plotting, right? No. A caged bird, you know, or, you know, is more submissive than a caged human, right? Because human beings can pick locks, right? <laughs> but now, nah, but you know You why? got a handcuffs and shit. You know what I mean? Look at the whole system that went in place in the same time period that made it their business to apprehend runaway slaves. Look at the resource that went into that. They fucking really needed us. That's pathetic. It's kind of like irony, but that's some sad shit. Who, what type of people will put all their resources in being dependent on slave labor? Or people who couldn't do shit for themselves, obviously. Yeah, people who can't do shit. Exactly. People who can't do shit for themselves will rely. The African wouldn't even, the African would be like, it's too much a problem. I don't want to be responsible for 267 motherfuckers. Yeah, you got to be responsible for them. That's what I'm saying. I am living a good life. I have a good capital. The land is good to me, right? I have six wives. (laughs) Right. Hell, I need to look after 267 wild motherfuckers for. Yeah. But people who come from a land that ain't been forgiven like Africa. Yes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hell ain't a hot place. Hell is a cold, wet place. I'm being <laughs> Yeah, hell is cold. You trust that. Now, that's real shit, don't make a rock. That's real shit right there. Hell is cold. As far as I'm concerned, it is. I'll be in. Ashe. Hell, hell is right now working out, working itself back into my motherfucking psyche. Because it's freezing level over here in Connecticut tonight. You think about frostbite. That's a burn. Yeah, it burns. Cold burn. Cold burn. Okay. Mm-hmm. My father right now was in the Army. He gets disability right now because he caught frostbite on his feet. Another damn European uh, histography mythology. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm arguing with two crackers, right? Crackers who think they prestige, you know, because of their background and because of their education. Now, we can recognize that like, you just broke down the code is biting. I told the motherfuckers, I said, just, you know, have you 
anybody on this line, who have you known that actually went blind for staring at the sun too long? It's so powerful, it's gentle. Think about it. Well, that's the most powerful thing I've ever seen is the sun. If so hell was a hot place, if hell was a hot place, the sun would be burning motherfuckers, right? They ain't doing it. They ain't doing that, though. But you could be in a cold environment, and a cold environment would attack your ass, right? That's hell. That's pretty truly hell. But I, I, I don't know nobody that went blind from staring at the sun too long. You can go blind staring at the ice. There's some reflection on that ice will blind your eyes. I'm not, yep, yep. Now, I'm not encouraging motherfuckers to go stare at the sun, but I'm just saying, really, look, think about it. Ask yourself a question. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's little, that's, uh, that's sister Ophelia's boy right there. That boy, so, you know, it's a shame. That boy got blind and stared at that sun too long. Well, you know, it happens. You don't hear no, you ain't never heard no shit like that. Yeah, I never heard of, uh, like, a, a old wise telling that like that, that you'll go blind. Then. No, but I, I heard people say that, though, that you'll go blind if you stare at the sun. But I've never heard of it happening, and I actually heard of Africans who prescribe looking at the sun, sun gazing. You have to wear something in your eyes, not damaging them. We know that applied to that cracker. Mhm. It's so bright that it's gentle. That I can't think of nothing more heavenly than that. It's so bright that it's gentle. <laughs> gentle, you know, it's so bright that you can't look at it long, but not gentle up to blind. You know what I mean? You, you, the chances of you getting blinded by looking at a motherfucker welding is higher than staring at the sun. Well, that might apply to the cracker with that melanin-deficient retina. Yeah, I can get a burned skin before it blind them. Because it's dumb, you know, it's dumb and savage they are. Or, you know, white folks do anything to make the Guinness Book of World Records. Even if it's the man, the longest man to stare at the sun, he'll be the first one. He has to be the first. And everything, even if it's the dumbest shit. Yeah, I, I spent two days straight staring at the sun. You hear? Anything to break a world record. Anything to make history. I'm just getting up on
brothers when the Queen used to mess with them hard a couple of years back. She started to start messing with them again with some type of powder he got. And I'll tell you, it tastes like
on fire tonight. We're done fired up. We're done fired up. We're done fired up in the, in the room. And I think we on four hours and, and uh, four crackers done died. We got to be hitting four hours. Yeah. I would say, oh, uh, hell. Uh, we done blast past four. Yeah, we on five, King, going on six, I think. (laughs) No, we're going on five right now. We're going on five. (laughs) We went right down (laughs) four. to America was England's favorite way of getting rid of her loose women. The first ones were sent undoubtedly of this kind. Okay, you got um, Narcissus Luttrell writing in his diary, Thursday, November the 17th, 1692, tells of 80 such women being sent to Virginia. He mentions a ship going from Virginia in which the magistrates, magistrates had ordered 50 lewd women out of the House of Corrections and 30 others who walked the streets after 10 at night. Okay. Chambers mentioned another shipment of Scottish prostitutes in 1695. Remember now, these women being discussed here come from a culture where it was said that the women had not cared to keep themselves clean except those parts that may be seen um, remaining filthy under their linen. I'm going to stop there. But these are the mothers uh, these are the women who are uh, become um, um, from which the descendant, from which descend the daughters of the American Revolution. Okay, yeah. Chief Chief <laughs> Chief Justice Stokes of the Colony of Georgia wrote, "The Southern colonies are overrun with a swarm of men from the eastern part of Virginia and North Carolina, distinguished by the name Crackers. Many of these people are descended from convicts." that were transported from Britain to Virginia at different times and inherit so much um, profligacy uh, from their ancestors that they are the most abandoned set of men on earth. That's all I want to share right now, Family Black Power, BB Fodier. Black Power. Oh, you. Right now, Family Black Power, BB 
Can you filthy white bitch? Look at that. Y'all motherfuckers. Part clean is the part people can see. She's a filthy raggedy joker. And then Virginia, too, you know, up there what they call West Virginia. You know, it's a gang of, a gaggle of them little dirty jokers out here. Like they just said, fuck it, just knock them all in. Like power of that. Mm-hmm. You're a filthy West Virginia whore. Damn, Sister Korean, what was that out of? She hung up. Uh, her phone died. Her phone. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what that was out of. I'm gonna be catching in the back. I'm gonna find out what that was out of. But uh, make sure y'all copy that uh, information out out of the chat. Hold up, what you put in there? I ain't see what you put in there. Damn, I just reset my thing too, man. Uh, Doctor. Oh, you put the video in there? Uh, Dr. Sebi information. His office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put people in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. The Queen's... Hey, did, you say, did you say Polite came out here to Cali? Yeah, yeah man. Um, One of the brothers at, at the center uh, took some, you know, took some pictures with him. And uh, he was telling me how the dude was acting and, and his energy was off, like... Like a real, like snobby, uppity type shit. And you talking about he don't go to the ghetto. He stay his ass in Hollywood. Yeah. That's that's out of his mouth. I could I could believe it. He's scared of the ghetto. Let me get. I thought he was Crip Superior. He he can't go out there. No, nah, that shit is totally different out here. I mean, they got rules and regulations to be in Crips and Bloods out here. Yeah, he, he can't, can't just... go to the nutty block and throw it up. Oh shit! They run him up out of Compton. Okay, go out there and throw it up with the with the family to under the rolling blocks. And I know on my block, hell, the police don't even come down the street, in the street, man. So he ain't coming to your house, then. You believe that, then? <laughs> <laughs> but don't believe don't come down. Hell no, nah, I'm straight with that shit. Fuck that. And then when I was uh back back in 2004. To say the sheriff didn't he didn't even go to the niggas and guards and stuff, man. That's how you know stuff was going hard. Hold on, say that again. The niggas and gardens, the little uh, projects, stuff was yeah, going why? hard. Yeah, sheriff didn't go up in there like in two thousand three and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you right about Because I used to go to high school over there. I used to go to King Drew, man. I used to box over there. So like when I went, when I when I cut through the projects. No police, they did not come come that way. <laughs> the way but the round out there, huh? <laughs> yeah, those are some old stumping grounds, man. Those are some good old days. That's before all the leggings and skinny jeans and all that other stupid stuff. Yeah, now they changed it up. They put that bag energy out there on the family. Mess with you fuck. Yeah, that young thug shit, man. Oh. Uh, like for like, don't he wear skinny jeans? Yeah. Hey, hey, they argument is the bell bottoms. They said, well, said they, they used to wear bell bottoms in the seventies. Why well, we can't wear skinny jeans? That's their argument. I'm like, nigga, cause man, we done smartened up and knew that even that shit was some little sissy looking shit. We smartened up, nigga. That's why. Whatever the fuck would you put that tight shit on? He, yo, he stayed with that Versace head one though, 
And niggas be trying to tell me that ain't no fag energy. But that's the fag energy, man. <laughs> all I'm gonna say to my all I'm gonna say to the brothers is having your testicles all caught up and tight will lead to a decrease in your fertility. Unless it's in a woman's hands. We ain't going to keep them cramped up and tight. <laughs> yeah. I'm on you. The, the hours that you got your pants. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.